Reasonable Ignorance Podcast, Episode 10, now on iTunes, now on SoundCloud, dedicated to Sean Price from Helter Skelter, Duck Down, Underground, Hip Hop, Forever. Hey yo, I don't want the Dougie, I just want money Study under the understudy, the 120 Young dummies, can't spar, no life, my flow tight Like your pants on, you don't got a chance, pa Ants on community, Malachi York, frequency and fuck a eulogy Rock jewelry, what jewelry? I took this from another rapper, slapped him with the jewelry G Cornball rappers I see him on BT, relieved of the jewelry, interview beef DVD, PT and T, the flow dynamite. Niggas so so bozos ain't rhyming right. I hit the line of white, I smoke a double green. Niggas call it purple. What the fuck you mean? Fuck a fist fight. I'm gunning you rappers. I don't give a fuck about none of y'all rap. The fifth spray shit, shit. The piff stay lit. My bitch stay dipped with the rigid bait tits, niggas. That is hip hop. Shit, they sing it, they shit. Shut the fuck up, nigga. I'm nothing to play with. Sean Price. I bust heaters at your whole damn click blow. Sean Price, the leader of boot camp. We coming back again right now. Reasonable ignorance. Yeah. You fucking onion head bass, motherfucker. Yeah. Let's go, fucker. Swiss army knife in my hand. Know this shit corny, but it can end the life of your fam. Niggas know Sean nice with the hands. Watch me punch up your face, dig in your pockets, leave you right where you stand. Got a dumb bitch that live in Japan. Black belt, suck dick, chop bricks with a hand. Arigato, Sean Price slick like El Gato. Three piece suit in the booth, ain't shit cute. Might smack off half your smile. Go to court with a suit, smack the other half after trial. Plead the fifth, y'all niggas better plead the eighth. Don't leave your face fucked up, now your niece is rape, I'm bugging E-pills, mushrooms, and dust Got that nigga Sean P in the mood to bust Sean P, the motherfucking all-time great New York, the NC, nigga, the all-rhyme state From coast to coast, he traveled the land Left footprints and grains of sand It's Sean P, the force, the magnum deliver In his presence, phony rappers a shiver It's Sean P Word is bond. That's Sean Price. That used to be one half of the uh, Helter Skelter. Helter Skelter was a 90s rap group that was part of Duck Down. Shout out to Buckshot and Drew Ha. They brought us Sean P. um, Ruck and Rock from Helter Skelter and everything. And that's hip hop. Now, over the weekend, Saturday, we lost... Uh, underground MC Sean Price again. We lost him um, over the weekend. One of the most heralded MCs that's known right now. But like I said, he was underground, and he stayed true to the underground. 
Sound like he was a rapper's rapper. He was. Yeah, he was a he, rapper's he, rapper. He, he, he majored in bars. Yeah, yeah, I heard him. Majored in serious bars and everything. Uh, toured the world, but majored in bars. The, the, the thing, the thing about hip hop is when you really hear somebody is really spitting, like as compared to now, like what's the young guy name, Young Thug? Like yeah, that's that's yeah, yeah. that's. It's art, if you want to call it that. It's just not the art that I'm into, but that's the hip-hop. Like, I, brought, I was brought up on, like, guys just going at your head. The, the man said, he, y'all niggas better plead the fifth. Better plead the eighth. He just right, went right. in. Like, like you got to really pay attention to that. He wasn't, it wasn't no gimmicks. wasn't no hard beat that you had to just get the beat first. He just went clean in. A DJ, a mic. And a crowd, and you rocking. The name of that song was what? Onion Head. Onion Head, and, and the first one was was Monkey Bars, right? Monkey Bars. That was my bars. That was Barbarian. 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 That clean voice you just heard is is the the distinguished gentleman that I know. I've been knowing for a couple of years now. Um, the best dressed man on, on TV on television and y'all on television listen on TV gentlemen hashtag baby ladies he's not bullshitting the he's man, not the man clean as a as as the board of health right now like when your mama used to like, like y'all seen Claudine when the when the eight people came over there right yeah and they started cleaning the house that's that's how clean he is right now like he he cleaned and it's it's nine o'clock at night on a Wednesday you know it, and it, we recording this in the studio and this man got on a three piece he got the suit on yeah. gray he got the matching socks with the shirt yeah blue like, socks not, I like that sky Pops. blue sky blue Blue socks yeah. match with the sky blue he got the shirt. Sigma blue socks, and he on. got the he got the, the stripes to, to in, match the stripe in the shot. Yeah, to the top, my man. Man, this he, Leon Rogers from WGCI, my man Leon. He with oh my yeah, man right there. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, I'm, I'm, we gonna give it up for him right now. This is my man Xavier Pope, a Whitney Young High School alumni. Yeah, and he's a he has a law degree. Yeah. yeah. This man went to school at Pepperdine University, uh-huh. at Rutgers University, uh-huh. and UIC. Uh, you so see this, me ad living, right? Uh, so, so, and, and this is Turkey Pope. You see me ad living, baby. He's an entertainment sports law attorney, right? But check this out. This check it out. That's that's just the story. Now, take that, take that. The story went all the way back. Yeah, and we gonna go back for a minute. This man grew up in a foster home. Uh His father was a pimp. Ooh. And his mother was his top prostitute. Okay. So we is it, is 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 no no no. What I know further, we can dude, be frank, right? We can, hey, I, dude, I told you, I got you. We can be candid. We here to be super candid, frank. This is real. This is educated ignorance, right? Reasonable, no, ignorance. reasonable, reasonable. Ignorance. Okay, so I brought the educated part in. My make bad. sure you yeah, ma- yeah. make sure you edit yeah. that. Reason- okay, Reason- this, 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 okay, this is reasonable ignorance, right? Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. Okay. All then right. this is reasonable to us to be ignorant. Gotcha. All right, all right. So did <laughs> now. So all y'all are talking about why you name it that, Mike and, and me and Jamal. Y'all know me and Jamal been rocking together since '97, '98. Yeah, we have, we have. So listen, we have, we have. A law attorney just told y'all we here to be reasonable. Hey, ignorant. I understand so this. So listen. Young lady with the link card with five baby daddies and <laughs> six kids. Let me tell you something. Look here. Get this man to be your law attorney and then talk holler at me. Look here. Uh, delegations. Hold on. Delegations. Look here. 
all delegations. Mike's been my trusted advisor. You know, the barber in the black community is the psychiatrist. Yeah, we we, we he write. knows every you know every fucking you the motherfucking FBI nigga. No, we write up under the <laughs> we, we write up under the pastor. No, like we we write that under the pastor. No. Like we know. Are you serious? Yeah, we write yeah, that. He, he, like the, the, the black pastor is, is right under the pastor. It's like pastor. That is barber. Yeah. That see mama third. See yeah. That is the truth. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to tell you. I know that. I've been it's thinking the about this for years. The barber. You know how many young kids I've seen grow up and just like go off to school, and so many kids go go the wrong way. So many go the right way. So many go the wrong way. But then it's it's like it's a cycle. So I'm in it now. Like this is what I wanted to do for a long time. It's the black like, barber is an institution in the black community, my man. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I agree fully, and the thing about it is, fellas that work with me, understand that. You Tone, are a psychiatrist. black, smiley, especially you, smiley. You got to understand that, man. You are a, a psychiatrist, man. You you really got to. You like that, huh? You like that? Yeah. Word, I, you, he Branding. says institution. I say psychiatrist Marco, because you know why? It's both. We, the black barber knows everything. Anything. The black barber knows what's going on with you personally. He knows about your hairline, how you want it. He knows how pretty you want to be, pause. He knows everything. Me and Mike go for 17 some years, 18 years, we went back and forth about what? My hairline. I don't give a fuck about nothing else. When that mirror comes in, if my hairline's not straight, you gotta go back and do it. Now that he's if cutting he can have about his protein intake during the day, oh, see. he would be all right. And the jokes start to fly. And that headline ain't no joke, man. The headline is no like, joke in the know. black community. And, 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 and when it comes to a barber, black men are really serious about that headline. Like, don't let me recover like two, three haircuts. Like, don't let me have to come back and go to somebody else to get my headline straight. Especially when you're like over 35. Yeah. Like that headline is, is is a big deal because you go back, you sit there looking at the mirror, like you touching it, like okay, okay, well, am I am I going bald? Like right, no, you right. got a bad barber, dog. Right. <laughs> <laughs> really hey, we have attorney Xavier Pope, ESQ, right? E- Xavier B Pope the first ESQ because I got a son. Okay, I have been a fan for years. Yeah. In my quest to do this podcast, right? Right. I've always wanted to reach out to special people, great people in the community. And you're one. And when I say this, I say this, you know, out of, out of honor because, in essence, you fulfilled what, what W.E.D.B. Du Bois stated 80 something years ago, 90 something years ago about being the talent in 10th. You are a part of the talent and tenth. You are a successful attorney. Mm-hmm. The best hashtag, the hashtag. best dressed man on TV. Yes, sir. I'm on TV now, right now. You're on TV right now. Like, while we doing this interview, I'm on TV right now. CBS Two Chicago. Talking about what? Patrick Kane. Okay. Hold on. We're not going to go. We, right get, there, we ain't right get there right yet. We, I'm, just, I'm just letting you okay. know. Okay. We, we, we want to know your story a little bit. Let's talk Pretty about it. Pretty much. I, I, I didn't, yeah, I, didn't, I don't, you know, not just as of yet, but. 
We got time. Where I've been a fan for years. I've been knowing you for years. Yeah. Um, it's your first introduction to Magic Mike. Me, man, like I said, me and Magic Mike go back as far as his hairline. If you take off the hat, the hairline's way back. There's no hairline. Back to his neck. That's right. <laughs> That's how long I've been knowing Magic Mike. Um, I've been knowing you for a couple of years now. Mm-hmm. Um, you are part of the Talent the 10th. You are something that, would you say, out of percentage-wise, for the black man in USFA, how many are attorneys? So let me break down some statistics for you. Go for it. We talked about me growing up as a foster kid, right? Right. We're going to get into that, too. Okay. Okay. Because I want to give you some statistics. Go ahead. And then we can flip it into the black man as well. Right. Less than 3% of former foster youth go on to achieve a four-year college degree. Less? Less than 3%. Okay. More than 50% of former foster youth are homeless at 18. Okay. Okay. a third of the United States population that's homeless, the homeless population in America, are foster youth. Foster youth have the same PTSD, which is post-traumatic stress syndrome, as combat veterans. Okay. And then add on to the fact that we're African American, we have a significant of us are, are undereducated, uh, underemployed. I mean, the amount of African American attorneys, number one, uh, are very low, and then you have to add the fact that African American turns as a foster youth, they could fit in this booth, man. Can you give us a number as far as African American attorneys? African American, I don't know the number. I'm not even gonna front on you, like, but the number is. I mean, you, you're looking at numbers probably less than twenty percent, obviously. Less than twenty percent. I mean, you're looking at probably like less than ten percent, really. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Basically, like he said, they could fit in this booth, like. But so. but, but as far as African American attorneys that are former foster youth, period, white, black, whatever. They can fit in this booth. That's what I mean. Okay. I'm a unicorn, bro. Basically. Okay, like, so you got the, the horn sticking out. I got I got the horn on my head, bro. I, I, I'm, I'm literally a unicorn. What drove you? What drove me? See, first and foremost, I would have to say the, gra- the grace of God. Like I'm, I'm a, I'm a str- I have a strong faith background. Okay. You give it up. But how that all really went down is that uh, I, I was raised by my foster mom, who, Emma, Emma, Emma Mitchell. Emma Mitchell, and everything that I do is a, a salute to her. The colors of foster youth are white, turquoise, and gold. Okay. So the color of my law firm, white, turquoise, and gold. Okay. Mm-hmm. My business center, white, turquoise, and gold. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, uh, everything that I do is branded just like that. Because I'm throwing a shout out to someone who raised me. So she she taught me the, the value of edu- number one, education, right? Number two, she taught me to love God. And then third, she taught me to love everybody. And no matter who they were, what they were, anything like that. Because my foster mom, she was like the old lady who lived in a shoe. Because she wasn't a young woman. She was an old woman. She was a widow. Okay. So she took care of all types of kids. So, I mean... Every day, it'd probably be a new kid coming up, at, and people would be coming to the to the door asking for some food. She she fed them, and that's who she was. She loved people. So I'm one of these people that you see me post, I love you, 
What part of town was this on? This is south side of Chicago. I grew up on 92nd, 528 East 92nd Street, baby. Right on 92nd and Eberhardt. Right there by, by Tooley Park, by Tooley Burnside, Park. Tooley Park. That's crazy. I used to ball in Tooley Park, man. I your zip code 19. Yep, 60619, baby. Yeah, so Honestly, you, so you know all what? three of us grew up in the same community. In Chatham neighborhood. That's crazy. My grandmother still lives to this day. She's been there 60 years at 9299 Burnside. Oh, wow. That was right around the corner, bro. Right. That's crazy. And we, you, we're we not too far apart in age. Okay. Um, Take us back. Just okay. the beginning of your story right. has me like, let's, I got to text my mom until I let's, love let, her. Let, damn. Let's go back. <laughs> Shit. You are how old before you recognize what's going on? You know what? That's a, that's a really great question. Uh, I think I probably was in denial as a kid because I, I went into my foster mom's home when I was six weeks old. So I didn't really know my real mother like that growing up until she got out of jail. She went to jail for an offense. Uh, like it was armed robbery. So what okay. age was that when she got out? She she got out what when I was probably that? like around like five or six years old. Okay. So she started coming around, and she would do these co visits with me and my foster mom. Now me my meanwhile my my father was still out. He was right. still running the pimp game, and he really wasn't allowed to come around. So he'd come around in his. I remember this the candy coated blue Chevy Nova. Okay. Pimp, he 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 looked like a pimp. He dressed like a pimp, the whole hair and everything. And he roll up on the end of the block. He couldn't come by a house. He rolled to the end of the block. He go, you know who I am? I'm your daddy. What was his name? John Pope. John. Pope. But his, his 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 pimp name was Johnny Valentine. Johnny where was his where was his um his strip at? Yeah. So he was over there on 76 in Eggleston. That's where the that's where the house was at. Okay. And so what he would do is he would brand all his girls with a heart that said Valentine on it. Every single one of his girls. Mm. On, right on the inside of their thigh. You said brand. Yeah, he branded yeah. all his girls. Tattoo. So he would actually, tattoo. no, not. Not that, a brand right? like a brand like a horse, but that was a, he, it would be a tattoo. Okay. Not, like, not, you know, not that, that, that. Not like cues and not like that. Cues? Yeah. Don't, don't mention yeah. cues. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. But what, yeah. he, he, I'm a Sigma, so you know what I'm saying. Okay, all right. But what he would do, when I say brand, because it was his brand on his leg that basically let other pimps would know that this was his girl. Yeah. And it'd be right there on inside, giant inside of their thigh. It would say Valentine on it with the with the heart, with a arrow go through it. How? All the hoes okay. I had, I never had a Valentine on the heart, so I never had none of his hoes. David, that was... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm hey, joking. it's all good. I got okay, to wait, 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 wait. We don't want to get too deep we don't and get start too... crying and so No, we ain't going to cry. This, yeah, this... because this, this, you know... Comedy just flows out of me. I'm going right. to be honest with you. When I read the bio, yeah. when I read the background... Right, right. I'm a black man, and I got a little emotional. I'm not gonna lie. I was just I reading. I was reading it while working. You, were you black sobbing? Were you openly nigga. sobbing, brother? Because yeah, that's that's deep. My story is so great. I made a Your black story man is cry. Deep. We yeah. did play Onion Head before that. Yeah, yeah. You, you you did, but at the same Should've time, cry baby. What I'm saying, what I'm saying for real, <laughs> so it's true. Is is because it is emotional. He rubbing his situation. eye right now, y'all. I'm yeah, y'all yeah, know. I am rubbing yeah, my he eye. He gets right emotional. I get a little emotional every now and then. It, Especially it, if, it, if, it is if, a tearjerker. He knows he's in the 79th yes. place. Hey, but yes. Th- speaking of which, you need to go ahead and pass that Ciroc, bro. Okay, okay. I, I've been trying to point Shout on. To a, I've been juice. trying to point on a low, but he yeah. just wasn't paying attention. So listen, um, hold yeah. on, Mike. Go ahead, Mike. You wind up 
doing good. You always did as good at school. I'm, I'm oh, assuming. yeah, I was the smartest kid in school. I, cr- I crushed from, them other kids. From the beginning, grammar school, all the way through grammar school. Obviously, you had to be good in, in your grades to get accepted at Whitney Young. Oh, but yeah. hold on. We, Before we, we get to that. We just skip a lot of that story. Bro. Right. All right. Here's well, the thing. We, we dig it, Mike. I, I, I just want to I want to go back to the pimp the pimp thing for a second. I, know you, I knew you wanted to come back to the pimp. Of course. We glorify pimps in the, in the black community. We do. I can't stand them. We do, glor- I don't, I don't we like do the glorify pimps. Because we glorify pimps. Yeah, I know. Why do we glorify pimps? And your father was such. My father was a pimp, yeah. And, okay. And I'll I, I, I tell you this. Every time I've ever gone to a strip club, the girls always have flocked to me. I've never had to, like, do, not because they want my money. Like, they'll come up to me to start talking to me and have offered me to pimp them. Like, I'm I'm not even joking. Yeah. And it's one of those situations where you have something in you that you don't even know you got in you. Yeah. And I've always been a guy that uh, always had a lot of girls back in the day. And I really think that's because of my father. And that's something that I've had to What Jay say, against. my favorite rapper say, pimp jeans flow through my body. Man, that's real. Pimps got to have a way of talking. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah pimps have a way of vocabulary. Yeah. I probably got that from my just father. Like, just like yeah. who? Just like who? Yeah. Who would I say was number one in the black community? Pastor. All right, then. All right, third was pimp. Okay, so we're saying pastor. It's a special. We're on the west side right now. Definitely right. on the west side. So you're saying right now, and make sure, Juwan, you get me what I'm saying this. Pastor's number one. Barber, number two. Pimp, number three. Bombs. No, my engineer was on cue. Hey, listen, no, no, listen, no, no, listen On the listen. south side, it may be drug dealer. No, 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 no. On the west side, Not drug dealer. You got to say trap nigga. They're not okay. even drug dealers no more. They trap niggas now. On the west side, it's definitely now. pimp. But yeah. on the south side, it may be drug dealer. Yeah, the pimp is glorified now. in the black community because of what? You know why? Because he was the guy that get all the cars, all the girls, all the money. Yeah. And without that's, doing what? And that's what that's what men do without working. That's what that's what men like. Like, like when you're a kid. That is work. Nine, nine times out of ten, without punching the clock. Okay, you know there what you I mean? go. Without having a white man's foot on your neck. Say that again. Without having say, say punch it again, say without having you... a white man's foot on your neck, without work, say the bombs. That's what we want. Without having what? The white man's like, foot on your neck. Real and talk. Look, I'm gonna tell you this now. This conversation right now. This is this is a man's conversation. Absolutely, we're taking this real. I don't give a fuck about no time right now. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna keep you here till I'm ready to get done with you. Ladies, <laughs> ladies, ladies, no listen, homo. listen. I want y'all to understand. You're gonna this. about your man tonight. I'm 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 with attorney Xavier Pope. I've been sports you know, and entertainment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Attorney, and he has an incredible story. And I I I reiterate that again because I I want you all to understand this. I want you all to know that he went through hell to come out right. Yeah, he went through heaven and hell on earth, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. And the thing about it is, we're gonna go through this. It's gonna be emotional. It's gonna be everything. And, and, and if I if I stutter, if I if Mike stutters, if whatever, I'm not gonna stutter. If you cry, that's what you try to. I'm not trying to say that. Dude. I'm not finna cry. It's I. I'm not finna cry. If you, hey, hey, what a tissue at? <laughs> Look, <laughs> what a tissue at? Fam. Understand this, we, and we got a young boy up in here, yeah. pause, and the young boy is is always in here learning. I'm I'm always about a kid learning. Kid needs to know these things. It's, we got a 19 year old videographer, 19 year old college-educated videographer up in here who's sitting up in here for the last couple of weeks filming and learning. He University of Bowling Green. Is, 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 is 
the future of black America. Yeah. He needs to know and see these things. He needs. Is this your first time meeting a, a, a black attorney? That's yes. Up. He just said yes. If you didn't hear that, he just said 19 yes. Years and Nineteen he, years old. And he's not representing them, and and because he has charges against. Him. Right. You know what I'm saying? He's not meeting them Say, in, in bombs. The, he's not meeting them in the hallway <laughs> of the Cook County <laughs> criminal justice system. Bombs. So I'm gonna represent you for free. Bombs. No, Say it again, Mike. He's not representing for free. This not a. This this guy is in school, learning, and he's his his his. He's going into his second second year. Sophomore, sophomore year. year at Bowling Green University in Ohio. And he better go five beta six. And this is his first time ever seeing a black attorney. Let- Bombs. Sorry, sorry, uh, attorney, attorney. It's Pope. all good. Let me let me tell you something. Go for it. I speak a lot across, you know, for different nonprofits, corporate. I'm a Fortune 500 speaker. In case I actually didn't, you didn't mention that in the, uh, the the intro. Right. I'm sorry. Is that I speak to a lot of top corporations and executives to get how they get their team right and how they operate and move. But I also talk to a lot of nonprofits and a lot right. of schools and and I talk to a lot of kids. And I come into the room. I look. I look clean. So I come into the room looking clean. The first thing on these kids' mind is, okay, this this dude, he don't really know nothing about us. Yeah. But then when I bring you know what the they really heat, saying? This is I, I, when I tell you like this, <laughs> yeah. hey, yo, listen, yeah, hey, I, I slept on a park bench, my dude, yeah, like, and I I, I couldn't eat, <laughs> and I didn't have nobody to call, and I tell them some of the stuff I've seen, kids, I, you know, young boys I saw die and all the other stuff, and then it's like their faces change, yeah, and it's like. That's the reason why I do what I do. Right. That's what I'm. That's really motivating me. Really. Right. It's really not about me, Mike. It's really not about me, Jay. Like I know that I'm. I got a. I got the S on my chest. Right. And I'm here to save the hood. Like I. I really believe that. So this suit for me ain't about me looking clean. This is what I'm wearing to save the hood, man. Okay. So we can go to the story, but I want to let save you know, the you know hood. that save okay. the hood. That's right. Right. You come from a situation where father was a pimp. That's right. Mother was a prostitute. Mother was the main prostitute. Main, yeah, she was the main one. Bottom bitch. Okay. Not gonna, oh. That's the, that's the term, dog. Say, nah. I'm not I'm, saying that she It's a term now. Yeah, yeah. But, but, what are we talking about back the, then? No, no, no. That's where it come from. That's where it come from, be prevalent dude. Now, come on, okay. man. Back I, then. I, oh, this is... It, it's... it's, it's, it's I don't want to be disrespectful and say no, that. He said it. I said it, bro. Okay. There's no she, disrespect. She My was mom the has turned her life around, and she's now in doing really great things for her life. But her, her, she had a really rough start. She was part of several generations of mothers who didn't raise their own children. Okay. And so it's my job in this generation to change that. And so why, we can't go through this try to sugarcoat what was man like this is real like how am i going to reach somebody that's in the gutter if i don't tell them that i've been in the gutter with them gotcha okay right. now with that being said all right come on carry on you where's your, your father hold on where's your father six feet deep bro he he, he died a few years ago i he was gone for the, a good portion of my life i didn't know him i found out about him a year after he passed away i found out where he was i met my Paternal grandmother for the first time uh, in 2012. Wow! I never, I never met her. How'd you wanna, how did that happen? Facebook, bro. That's why I'm really big on social media. I found my my first cousin. 
Mm-hmm. I found my brother's my my I found my father's brother, my first uncle. Mm-hmm. Found my sisters that I didn't even knew existed. Like right. my spirit always told me. I said, I told I would tell people like I got, I think I got eight other brothers and sisters. Lo and behold, I really had eight other brothers and sisters. What are they doing? I right, four of my and a young and they in the foster care system, so I don't know nothing about those four. Wow. Right? My whole my whole like set of kids were all in the foster care system one way or another. Right. Four of them I don't know about, but the other four I do know of, and they're mm-hmm. in Florida. Mm-hmm. One of them live in, like, actually, three of them in Florida. One lives in Georgia. She's like 22. She got two kids, and right. they're half Cuban. So they, my, they mama is, is, a, is a young Cuban woman uh, in Miami. This is Miami. That's right. Where, that's where Cubans live. Right. Right. So, you know, I, I got to connect with them. They were younger than me. So I got I got a little brother that's 11 years. I got a 14-year-old brother. I got an 11-year-old sister. So you're the oldest. No, I'm not the oldest. No, he's not. My, the oldest actually is a, a woman that I've never met. My, my mother actually was raped when she was 14. She had to give up the baby. So I never met this person. That's my oldest sister. I don't know nothing about her. Okay. Wow. Then it's my brother, that, who I do know. My, like, my mother and father made three kids. Okay. My oldest brother, me, and my twin sister. Okay. Yeah. You? So what's your twin sister doing? My twin sister is a real estate broker. Twin sister? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so, like, when... We were probably the only two that kind of like came up together. Like that was my that was like my best friend. Like we were we were thick as thieves. So when we were trying to get you know to get that public aid, she was the one going down there making sure we got an aid check. Even when I was uh, homeless on the street, she was trying to make sure I uh, I, was, I was straight. We took care of each other. Basically. Okay, so how old was you when you was homeless on the street? Fourteen. Oh, shit. I was going to Whitney Young at that time. So it was a situation where I would bounce from, from friend's house to friend's house. Whatever girl I was seeing at the time, I'd be sneaking in her window. Sometimes I was sleeping in a friend's car. Sometimes I sleep on a park bench, whatever, man. But no matter what, I wasn't missing school. Wow. I went what, to Whitney Young High so, School, the best school in the city of Chicago. So, so Touch, what's, what's, that, what's that relationship now like when you see those people that helped you along the way? Like, is it like more so of a not I'm going to buy you a drink. Like, man, thanks. You don't know what you really did for me. Man, I, I give props to a lot of people. It, it, it's so many people that did little things. Yeah. You know, but every morning when I wake up, I give thanks to God for, A, for, for giving me life. Because he's putting breath in my body. Like, that's what I'm so, I'm so fired up. Jay will tell you, he follows me on Facebook. Man, I'm so fired up every day all the time. Yeah. Because I've had so many times I could have go, gone one way or another. Yeah. You know, so I just give thanks to God for that and then the people that have influenced me along the way. My foster mom put me in Whitney Young High School right. in seventh grade at the academic center. Then she passed away when I graduated from eighth grade and went to Whitney Young High School. Wow. That little act right there kept me from the streets because my sister and brother, they did run in the street. The streets can claim you. You know, and it took them a while to come back around from that. I, I was insulated from that. You know, it was, it was dudes dying in my neighborhood, but I had to leave my neighborhood to go all the way to the West Loop and yeah. go to Whitney Young High School. So I was insulated from that. Nobody was, that was fighting with Young. Over there. That was the MCs over yeah, there. MCs over okay, there, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's talk BDs about that. BDs over there, too. And, yeah. Let's, let's you know, talk about GDs that. Even GDs came yeah. at the end. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, when, yeah. They, when the GDs and the BDs started warring over in that neighborhood, yeah. it was real, dog. Yeah, but, let, but let's talk about that. Chicago is, is, is gang culture. Right. Gang capital. Right. How did you not succumb to that? Man, I had to fight my way out of uh, the gang culture. You did? Yeah, cats used to come at me and would try to fight me. Like, you joining the gang or you have to, you, we going to fight. 
And who? which 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 organization? I'm not gonna say who it was because okay. hey, listen, man, I got I got to give respect. Now I'm yeah. from Chicago, man. Yeah. Okay, okay. So there's no he was nice and he threw his hands. In, I just knew I, I knew when I was a, when I was young. I, I was nice with them fists, bro. I fought a lot. Eighty what? Eighty what? What would you say? What year? 80 Early nineties. I mean, I was I was it was I mean I was, it was in the eighties really. Yeah. I was like eighties, right? One of the, the first times I really had to fight to make sure I didn't get in the game. When I was thirteen years old. I never forget this. I was walking home. So we saying eighty six then, right? Nah, nah. Eighty six. I was like I was like ten years old. No, bro. you graduated from class in ninety four. I'm ninety four. So I was yeah. like, so I was probably I was mm, I was probably like, years, around, like eighty nine around, yeah, okay, around that time. Eighty nine. Like eighty nine. Right. You know, around that time. I remember I was walking home from school. We gotta give these. We gotta give the people time capsules. Here. Okay, time capsules. Because late eighties, right. early nineties, whatever. Right. Because you know, Chicago is once again. No, no disrespect to anybody else out here. I only respect Chicago, and I only respect L.A. Everybody else, uh, you know, copycats. I, I understand what you're saying. You, you, you was a Decepticon. You was a low life in New York. <laughs> You was whatever in, in down south or whatever, you know, whatever. But when it comes down to it, the gang culture, the gang situation, for as far as black gangs. Absolutely. Chicago, L.A. Yeah. Simple Chicago is, is gang capital, gang central for everything. Everything. Everything starts from us. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? You got... Four Corner Hustlers, you had Mickey Cobras, you had Gangster Disciples, yep. Black Disciples, Latin Kings, mm-hmm. Two Sixes, whatever else, Spanish Disciples, Black Stones, Black, Black Stones, Stones, whatever, Vice Lords, right. Mafia, so the Vice Lords. Yes, you had all you had it all. West Side, South Side, it don't, King Cobras, it don't make a difference. Out there in L.A., they had Bloods and Crips. Now. Didn't no blood or crip come to Chicago talking about they don't start their own setting. That never happened. True. We, already already had a, we already had an established gang culture. They, 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 it was it was already straight. Already straight. If they would have came here with that, it was like, man, and they pay you homage. don't get your monkey They pay ass. homage. It might, it's, it's might have spread, it's might, it might have spread around to North Carolina and all these other different states and everything like that because of the hip-hop culture, and which, which is hip-hop culture is black culture. Don't ever forget that. Did you ever uh, hear that Tupac and uh, Monster phone conversation? Go ahead. When he was talking about he, it, it was, Monster was a big time game banger from L.A. What was he? And uh, did you know? He was, I think he was a crip or something. I, I don't know. I don't know exactly blood, what set he claimed. I don't. I, I'm he's not going to get crip. Yeah, yeah. But, was he blood or crip? I don't he, remember. I know but, that. I heard of the dude, but, but I didn't but, know it. What but set Pac he was talking about he wanted to play him in the movie. This and that. Right. Right. And right. And then he said. He was in Milwaukee doing a show, and the GDs was there throwing up their set, and he was throwing it down because they just killed a little girl or this and that, and they was talking. And I was like, he wouldn't have did that in Chicago. Oh, never. He wouldn't have did that in Chicago. Never, dude. You realize, you you, you do realize that. As much as I love Tupac, he's one of my top three rappers ever because of his influence and, and, and what he talked about. But... Chicago, they didn't play that. But you realize, as a side note, that all these other cities in the Midwest, like St. Louis, they all have got a, from, and, and, St. Louis got has a blood, a blood do. and crypt. They do have a blood yeah. and crypt. Yeah. They got blood and crypt. Minnesota, Minnesota. Minnesota. They, they never wrote up on no Chicago though. No. But you know, it's a, it's a lot of it's a lot of brothers from Chicago and Minnesota. 
That is. I it was is just a minute. I was just a minute right, last just weekend. Was. Okay, we gonna we gonna get to that. Right. Um. But you didn't succumb to that, right? Even though it was in your face, and the thing about it is, in your situation, it's easy for you as a young black male with no consistent. Bill Cosby like oh no type father figure <laughs> yeah because yeah. we talking or about we talking about a black the TV man, show that was on TV at the yeah. time because or of, you know, the Cosby Show influence a right, black right. man in your in your household no a black man because you know we don't give a f- I, at that time you didn't know anything about what Cosby was doing we right. just find out we just, focus, we just focus on the right. the basic of what we knew right so here here here's what it what you it just is. succumb to that. Here's what it is. I had, like I said, I had an awesome foster mom. Education, God, treating everybody the same, right? And and she was one of her biggest things was if you see trouble, you leave. So anytime I was, I would hang out with the gangbangers, I I wasn't a, I wasn't a lame. I hung out with the gangbangers. Did you, shake, was, did you shake up? Never. Never. I never shook up, never once in my whole life. Okay. Because you had to hang out because you was I, right there by two leaves. And, and I was I was taught my foster mom to be me. To, I was special. I was meant to be special. You were around Hooterville. That don't, that didn't matter to me. Right. It. I see. It was. I. I grew up to be a strong dude. To be strong at who I was as a person. When I was nine years old, I gave a speech at my church, and I said that gangs, well, gang members were cowards because they couldn't stand on their own individuality or who they were as a pe- as, as just who they were. Okay. Right. And I said that because my foster mom taught me that, like you're special. You, Xavier Pope, are special. Well, you said it at the right spot. You said it at the church. There were no game makers in that. But you, you should have said it outside at Dooley Park. You've been like, y'all cowards. I, I, I said it to the cat's face. Oh, oh, oh. I, I, I did say that. Like, oh, y'all, are they y'all, over there? I, oh, yeah, well, not at, I said it at church, but I also said it to a group of guys to their faces. Right. Because I was, like, I was never a dude that was afraid of a fight. That's, right. that, I, I didn't want to run to a fight. Yeah. Especially if it didn't involve me. But I d- Check on the way over here. I saw a cat ask me for some money, right? And I didn't really respond to him. He called me a pussy, called me the F word. I said, listen, man, you ain't get to talk, disrespect me like that. So don't let the suit fool you. I grew, I grew up in the yeah. 92nd Everhart. Don't let the suit fool so, you. So right. the thing you saying is you really can't run from a fight because these guys don't have half the pain I have in me. These these guys don't have half the fight I have in me. Uh, never. I'm fighting to find somewhere to sleep every night, somewhere to Man, get up in the morning and brush my teeth and, and where to get a meal. And I'm sleeping on a park bench while they going home to their parents. But that wasn't homes. the fight, though, Mike. That, that, that wasn't, wasn't the fight. fight. The fight was for me to be the best man that God has called me to be. So if you are my way in doing that, you got to go, bro. Yeah. Okay, so let me ask you this. You are at the okay. Your mother comes back into your life. There you go. When I was a little kid, how old were you? Like five or six ish. She started coming around a little bit more. Eventually, we actually lived with my mom between the time when I was seven, between seven and nine years old. Okay. Then we went back to my foster mom's house because there was some abuse going on at home. So physical abuse. My my sister and brother were sexually abused. Uh, it was a really wow. it, it, it it was it was crazy. I mean, I have a. Right here, it's not because my hairline receding, but yeah. I have a, a little knot right here in my head. I'll sit upside the head with a chair, a broke, a, literally broke off chair leg with a nail sticking in it. Hit me you, the head. you told the police about that. Hell yeah, I did. 
I was. I How did you have the gumption and the the balls to sit up and say that about well, your mother? Nail on his head about you know, about your Jesus. Bu- Jesus only went to about your mother. I was trying to go mother. to the cross with Jesus. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to live, homie. Yeah, but about your birth mother though. Yeah, it was about my birth mom. I, I was being abused, and I said, "Listen, I, I literally ran away from home. I was I walked like miles and miles and miles. They took me to the police station. I said, this woman just beat me." And then they told her, I just hit him on the hand. You was on the north side, right? On the north side. I live on the north side right now. That was back when, like, Lakeview was, like, the south side. Like, that was when it was uptown. Like, yeah. it ain't nice like it is now, yeah, dude. Yeah, it was yeah. it wasn't nice back then, bro. <laughs> they gentrified okay. it. They gentrified yeah, it. You yeah, know what I'm yeah. saying? It wasn't, it wasn't nice in the early 80s. I'm going to be honest with you. Ex, Pope, Tony Pope, I never knew it was black people on the north side. I never knew it was the north side until I got up in age. See? You never knew it was a hood on the north side either, did you? I didn't. Mm-hmm. I it's, just thought I thought I thought Chicago was west side, south side only. Nope. I didn't know it was black people on the north side uptown. around Hampton. See, not uptown. Hampton, but around Howard and yeah. all that yeah. all uh, that see, up there. Uptown was hood growing up. Yeah. That was you, you that, that was shows you, the that shows you how the river wait, wait, yeah, okay. That was hood. Yeah. But that's that was, college that was for me. Up, that was hood. That was college for me. Yeah. And those okay. guys you, See, you would think those guys was, was from another hood and they would be right there. That's their hood. So they feel like we would feel if somebody came to the Regal. Like they're not gonna come over here and just party and right. we're not gonna try to rob somebody. Yeah. Like they they that's what they felt around the riff. Yeah. Like my man Chuck got his car broken into and he got his leather stolen at the rib. I, I never that's would forget Charlie, Chuck, Charlie, Charlie Chuck got Neely, man. Into it the rib? Yeah, man. Okay. Bust his window and took his leathers and all that. You know what I mean, but we, we never knew that. I mean, well, let me not say we. Chicago is so segregated. It is, bro. Still. It still is. Yeah. 2015, still. I got to do this commercial right now. Shout out to everybody that's listening to us right now. We want y'all to do one thing favor for us, man. We want y'all to like us, subscribe to us, and share us, man. And reasonable ignorance. We trying to get our numbers up. We want y'all to listen to us. We want y'all to enjoy us. And give us some responses. Give us some feedback. And please share us, like us, and subscribe to us. Bombs! I'm going to say that. Bombs! Hell yeah. (laughs) All right. Hey, hey. Since we plug in, follow me, Xavier Pope, on... Twitter, I got over 20,000 followers on Twitter. Join the mini legion of people who just love the best best dressed man on TV. That's E-X-A-V-I-E-R-P-O-P-E. Once again, that's E-X-A-V-I-E-R-P-O-P-E. Also, same thing on Instagram. Also, I'm verified on Facebook, so follow me there, too. Let's get it going. How do you get $20,000 on, 20,000 followers on Twitter? I can't tweet like that, man. Like, my whatever I say, feel in my mind at the time, I can't pick up my phone, unlock it, and then go to Twitter. As much shit as you talk, it has you can't to come tweet that right out my mouth. As much like shit a dude today came in the shop years, God a young guy damn, came in the shop today. He said, and I quote to you, this is my quote. He said, "We're taking a survey about the businesses around in Chatham on 79th Street, and we want to know." What's going on in the community and what's going on in the businesses? I said, so you want to know what's going on here? He's like, yeah. I say, all right, well, there's four GDs working here and there's two hooks. They work in the back. And that's what they <laughs> Okay. Okay. And he could not finish it. <laughs> he, he couldn't finish really it. Are you serious? I said, I told you that, right? Who's the two hooks? Uh, 
Marco and uh, Brandon. Like, how you naming hooks on the mic? Wait, 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 wait. How you naming hooks on the mic? They work in the back, man. They, 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 they my guys, man. The two young get, boys. The, the two young guys. They, 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 they a little younger. We, we got to say big debate yesterday about. I hate you. Who he naming on the mic? Listen, man. Listen. That's my last name. 79th Street. I run 79th Street. That's my area. I'm born and raised right there. Ain't nothing gonna happen, man. Hey. It's Chatham, man. Hey. hey, yo. That is Magic Mike, 32 at. But look, Twitter. Marco, Brandon, y'all, my guys. I got y'all. No matter what, man. Y'all just stay in the back. Have quit to talking edit so that. much when the great <laughs> when the great song come on. Y'all quit commentating so dread, much on the, the road. The dreadhead nigga will go get you. He from the west side. No, he. he you know where he from? Where? He from right there where he grew up. Marco's right there at Tully Park, man. Hey, he called him a hook. Tully Park. Get back to what I'm saying. Hey, shout <laughs> out, solo. Shout out to my grandmother, by the way. Dearly departed, my my grandmother Betty Grant. She's the woman who actually put me in my foster mother's home. Okay. She, I had a step grandfather time. He wasn't really trying to, have to raise no kids, so she had to put us in my foster mother's home. And shout out to her because when I ran away to get back in my to to get away from my mother, she actually was like made that call, like send him to Emma. And put me back in my foster home. Wow. So I got to give a shout out to my grandmother. She has been like, kind of like an X factor in my life. That really, she wasn't a hundred percent there, but she was there enough when critical decisions that need to be made to put me places. Maternal. This your birth grandmother. This, this, this is my my mother's mother. Wow. Wow. You know Betty Grant. And then on top of that, when I was out of school, uh, out of school and out of college for a semester, she made the call to help me get back to Roosevelt when I was out there back on the streets when I was about to sell dope. We're gonna, we're, gonna get get that. That. we're gonna get to that. We're gonna get to that. I gotta get props okay, to my grandmother. Give me, go quick. to it now. Fuck no, 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 hold on, hold on. Give me, give me the dope. year 1988. You had Whitney Young, right? Yeah, I started Whitney Young in 1988. A great year. That's what a grade? Hell of what a year. grade? In hip hop, EPMD. What grade were you? Uh, that was seventh grade. The, the academic center, center starts in seventh grade. Right. So, EPMD. You actually were in high school at seventh grade. Yeah, well, you, yeah pretty much you're taking, seven, you're pretty much taking high school courses. Uh, you have the option to pretty much finish a year to up to two years early for Whitney Young because of that. So you was in seventh grade at Whitney Young in 1988. Yeah, seventh so grade. So you basically could have came over to my high school and took my ACT from me. Pretty much. Because I was how a senior. Did you, how did you, wait, wait. Damn. How did you make that happen with all what was the, going on? the factors that you had going on? My, like I said, my, that was my last gift my foster mother made to me. Uh, I was I was a be- I was the smartest kid in my class. I was I, I was winning awards. What grammar school was you at at first? I was at Burnside, destroying in high school. Like yeah. I mean, grammar school. I was just the best kid in school. Like really? Yeah. And I took a test. I you know those Iowa tests you take. I was yeah. all the nines yeah. and all that. So all Remember the, school- the master we learning books. Like yeah, the purple one, the blue one, and the yellow one. Yeah, yeah all that. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. They had me yeah. color coded. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, so, yeah. So, you, and you could tell who could really read. Yeah. You'd be like, man, you in a yellow book. You in Avery Gray. Yeah. That's a coloring book, man. Yeah. You learning something here as a young man. I would test, baby. When yeah. I was a kid, every summer I would spend, I would read this and the, the, in the dictionary, like from cover to cover, A to Z. I would also read the whole entire volume of cycle, encyclopedias. I was just a dude that just consume knowledge like that. And I read the Bible from cover to cover. And I see my foster mom like, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. She'd be like literally seeing me reading the Bible like my little baby reading the Bible on his own. Hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus. Yeah, that's just how she was just so excited to see me just take on reading and learning because she taught me that 
Education. She was thanking Jesus for it. She was thanking Jesus for it, yeah. man. Real talk. She was yeah. a, she was the head of the mother's board in my church, Burnside Community Baptist Church. Growing yeah. up. You uh, going to school on the west side? I, well, yeah, I was basically. Well, now it's the West Loop. West Loop. You're right. Right it now. It was the near west side then. So now you it's used to get on the Cottage Grove bus. I would know what I would do is I would walk down to St. Lawrence. Okay. Walk down St. Lawrence to 95th. Right. Get on whatever, because you got like about 85 buses that come on 95th that take you to Dan Ryan. So you get you got the 100 East. Yeah. yeah. You, you know, you got the 115. You got uh, a 95 East bus. Yeah. All them buses, uh, the, whatever else is coming down that street. I get on whatever's coming down that way. Take it to the Dan Ryan station. Jump on. At that time, that was the, uh, uh, it wasn't the red line. It was called something else. It was called the. Uh, a train. A train, whatever yeah, it, was. it was. The A train. I took it. I took that all the way it downtown. Was the a and B train in the city. And then I took the the you know the the train uh, the the blue line. Yeah. I took that to Racine, got off and walked with Neon. That was my that was my uh, routine. My first two years though, it was a bus that picked us up. Okay. Little, so okay. that's that's how that's how we rocked in. So when she passed away, when with Neon, that was the best gift because you didn't have to reapply for Whitney Young High School. You just passed right into. High school, yeah. so that was great because if I had to deal with that situation, I may not necessarily have made it to Whitney Young because I had to deal with my, my foster mom dying and then being on pretty much being on my own. And all. Did that crush you when your foster mom passed? You know what? It didn't. Not right away because I was so numb because I had yeah. to pretty much transition to survival again. Yeah. Because I had already dealt with so much before she had passed away, and I, I saw her dying. Where was your mother at? How did she die? My mother, she died of a heart attack, her second heart attack. Where was your mother at? My mother was living, you know, she was, you know, she was living where she was living. She really, at that time, you know, we had the situation where we left her home. She really was pretty much out of our lives at that point. You said we. That's you and your sister? Me and my sister for the twin most Twin sister? Part. My twin sister, yeah. Okay. And I really, I really hated my father. I hated my real mother, not my foster mom. I hated my mom at that time. Like, she, to me, she was the devil to me. Like, okay. my living experience with her was awful. So, like, I wouldn't, she came around, like, she tried to take us around a couple of friends for a little bit, and I was just like, mm, I'm not, I'm, I'm good on you. Like, me and you don't, because she, when we were living my, when we were living with her, we weren't even allowed to call my foster mom. So we didn't have a relationship with her for a couple of years. And it was a situation where I was really, I didn't really rock with her like that. Yeah. So at that point, when I was, when she passed away, I was on my own. It was, it was, it was just, just trying to survive, really, you know, and that was my reality. So when I go back and then, I heard about how bad the system was for foster youth, that people would get abused and things would happen. I used to forge my foster mom's signature on my report card. Every first and third market period, remember, your parents had to pick it up. That right. was in 80 high school. Right. That second and fourth, you brought that home. Right. That first and third, they had to sign that piece. So I learned to, her man? signature. I, I signed the, I, that. I, I, I was the master a of forgery. forgery. I was a forgery man. king up in high school. I'm telling you. As anybody that really know me, like my main mothers, I could do anybody autograph you want me to. <laughs> like Michael Jordan, all, all that shit, I could, I could write that. So when you had bad grades, Mike, you yeah. were like, I'm forging this bitch. Yeah, man. You don't want to. <laughs> I could tell you a story about my eighth grade, and I took that report card. I kept it the whole time for the second. <laughs> then I tried to take that report card back and slip it on the on the desk. And the teacher already had it. Yeah, my mama. That's my mama. Yeah, that's my mama. That's, that's, yeah. that's, 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 that's her right there. I, yeah. And I, I kept I kept that. Oh, my principal did not know until she was interviewed for a story like last year. Did not know it. Did not even know. They had no no clue. I I fooled them to that extent because I was so dead set on making sure that nobody knew. So I get put in some random group home. I wanted to be controlled my own my yeah, own destiny. Yeah. So yeah. did you know about that at that time? The group home about oh, yeah. being no no. Did you? I'm I'm asking. 
Did you know about wanting to control your own destiny at that time? Absolutely. That's why I ran away. That's why I ran away when I was nine years old. I knew about controlling my own destiny right then and okay. there. Okay. And so my friends thought I was the cool friend because I got to stay out as late as I wanted, right? Right. I'm in high school. I used to have, I used to have fun. I had an answer to nobody. Like, so my friends thought I was so cool in high school because I got to do whatever I wanted. And they didn't know. They didn't know. Like that. Okay, yeah, I got all the freedom I want, but I got I, I got to eat. What was your <laughs> rank when you graduated? My rank? My grades actually really weren't that hot in high school. They really yeah. weren't. Like, they started out hot, but it was like me in, like, survival yeah. mode, you yeah. know? I, I got through. Yeah. You know? You and I went C and that B. Hey, whatever yeah. it took to get yeah. me out, I got. Yeah. You know, I was a smart kid. I got great test scores and all that other stuff like that. But exactly. When it came to, like, actual work, I mean, I'm trying to eat, bro. Yeah. I'm trying to, like, live. And then on top of that, I'm trying to kick it so I can not even have my mind on what was going on around me at the time. So, I, you know, I, I would go to different parts of the city, have a good time, you know, all that good stuff like that. So that's that's. So that's, while you in geometry with your head down. I got an A in geometry. And, and so the teacher trying to tell you to uh, late. Letter these two points, Mr. Pope. You like uh, F you. Nah, nah. Nah, that wasn't like a disrespectful that. dude. I was a, I was a <laughs> class clown. I was a dude that I always been a happy dude. Okay. And that was one thing that people couldn't understand about me in high school. I remember one girl came up to me and she was like, Why are you always so happy? Because I always was a happy dude. And people were like, you live in these terrible circumstances. Yeah, people started to find out. She I'm, knew. I'm, I'm happy as she, fuck. People, it's, it's eventually people would find out. Last night. People eventually would find out. I, I remember this one cat said to one of my friends, he was like, hey, man, you know that uh, you knew that Zave was an orphan? Because people used to call me Zave in high school. Okay. He was, Zave was an orphan. Like, So he told me that he came back to me, and I was like, man, that's messed up. But I didn't want nobody to know about that. But really, I was just a happy-go-lucky dude because I was happy about life. Like, I never was a person that was down about my situation ever. And really, I think that was the critical component of me coming through because I always was just, like, a dude that just enjoyed life. I knew what my destiny had for me. I, I never was a dude that was, like... Down to the dumps, fighting at school. When did you know in you wanted trouble? to be? When did you know that because you that's to typical a lawyer. Okay, uh, that was the first inkling of that was in college. So when I was twenty years old, I was in college, and me and my buddies went to uh, URC. Right. This is before URC. When I got back in college, uh, I was I was at Roosevelt for three semesters. Then I went to URC. But this first semester at Roosevelt, me and my boys went down to Black. We were on our way to Black Daytona Beach. Okay. So we was like, we ready to kick it. We about to get him. I'm actually writing about this right now. And a lot of people really don't know about the story. Mm-hmm. We were driving down to Black Daytona Beach, got stopped in Kentucky, dr- Kentucky driving while black. The whole Sandra Bland situation, all the black stuff we've had seen in the media, right. yeah. that happened to me. But it's, me and my, my boys were told to leave me or else they would go to jail. They pulled us over for absolutely nothing. Okay. Put me in jail, bro. I'm in jail with a rapist and murderers no phone call no nothing they calling me hey chicago that's what the cops were calling me in the middle of nowhere in kentucky for how long two weeks two whole weeks no what year is this this is uh 96 okay. not i wasn't charged with a crime or nothing it was just like i'm sitting in jail not charged with nothing can't make a phone call just sitting in jail it was so bad that the, the it's like rapists and murders like man dog it's messed up you in here like like they, I'm on the yard. Now they, now they got sympathy for you. That they sympathy for me. Yeah. Like I'm on, I'm on the yard lifting weights with cats. I just, I'm seeing people like pass coke through, you know, cigamos and you know people cats smoking that. Yeah. It, it was, it was twenty of us in this one giant cell. It was this one bunk where this one dude had a little, little white boy. 
They had a little sheet over their little bunk. They having sex every night. Like I, wait, wait, hold I on, witnessed that, bro. Pause. I was in jail. How old though. were you when was, you saw this? I was twenty. I was twenty. God what damn, man. Say it again. What county in Kentucky was you? Uh, Hardin County. Hardin County. Hardin County, Kentucky, and that's where I was. And I was. Wait, there. wait. You said you saw. You state. actually saw. I didn't see the actual sex. But they, you know, they I heard the sounds. Sheet the sheet was yeah. over it. You know what I mean? Yeah, heard sounds of pleasure. And you know what I mean? And that was his little. That was his little. That was his little girl. That was Pop. his little. That was his little, 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 little chick. It was obvious. I mean, he said he slept on the top bunk. My man slept on the bottom. He never slept on that top bunk. They slept in that little bed piece every night. Um, I'm hitting you with that realness, dog. Bombs. Okay. We were here, bro. We same time, same time, same time. I knew that was a bomb yeah, moment. Yeah. I'm blowing Jay's mind. He like, that, what the? That, fuck? This dude, oh life is off God. the chain. <laughs> I want to go back. So, 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 oh. continue that story. So you seen that, and you wanted, you wanted to, like, represent yourself, like. You. Yeah, I was like, man, ain't nobody gonna take my rights to me like that. Like, I'm never gonna be in a position where somebody could just snatch me up off a random street, and they could have killed me, dude. I, when they first told my friends to leave me. I thought they was going to freaking hang me, dog. So how terrifying was that? I was terrified. That shit was terrifying as hell. Like, I didn't know what. I didn't know if they were even going to put me in jail. I thought they were going to take me because they pulled to the back of a station, but it was dark, no lights. I didn't know whether I was in jail or I was going to get strung up. So why did no they joke. take you instead of Because I was the one who was driving. 1996, yeah, wow. everybody. I was driving, the, dog. The year Tupac died. So that was Tupac died. That was in like April. I, it was, I was in jail from April. 13th to April 26th, so approximately three weeks. Tupac died in September. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was a real time for me. And I got out of there, and I was like, nobody will ever do this to me again. And then I you, said, you said, you said, what year was it? I mean, not year. You said what time, what month, what time April, frame? April, April 13th to April 26th. Okay. I remember dates like it was crazy. You tape throw, this nigga, dog. You taping this nigga, dog. That's 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 my Jay Z moment from Fade to Black when, he, like, when Kanye was talking. He was like, "Take this nigga, dog. Is you taping <laughs> this nigga? Tape him." Like I'm giving y'all some straight heat. Like y'all, yeah. listen, listen. This is real. Like this is no story. This ain't made up. This you gonna get the book. This so, is your life. This is my life, bro. Yeah. I, my life is like a movie. Like real talk. Like I've gone through some things that nobody has ever ever seen before. It's, this is just what it is, and it, there's I can you know sometimes you can filter and see who's bullshitting and who's lying or whatever. Yeah. So you got no. you, you not got, with this not not, not with this guy. Out of jail? They just let you go. They just let me go. Here's a, it, it, here's the ill thing. My f- original court date was May twentieth. Ran May twenty for no for no crime right for right. nothing. Yeah. Randomly they just hit me up. I'm sitting in, I'm just sitting there doing whatever. They're like, let them go. They just let me out. They had took all my stuff. I had no money. They just let me out just with my clothes on my back. How you get back? I had to walk 20 freaking miles, dog, to civilization. Because I was in the middle of nowhere. 20 miles. First, I had to go. First, I hit the cats up that I was, that was in holding with me. I was just about to ask you that. I met, dude, you got to be resourceful. No, I was just about to ask you about the guys that you got caught, that, that, that you were with. Nah, them, them no, cats, no, 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 no. Nah, nah, nah. He, he hit the guys. Them cats, them, them cats left me. That he was in the hole where, like, before he got I was locked, in a, When I was in a yeah. hole, I met some cats that gave me their number. Like, they were like, man, like, man, what's. They were drunk. They, they guess, knew they, you weren't supposed to be there. They knew I wasn't supposed to be there. Like, man, you need anything, hit us up when you get out. I was yeah. like, cool. 
The first thing I did, I hit them dudes up. I went to their mama's basement. I slept in yeah. there one Damn, night. man. In Kentucky? Yeah, they came and picked me Shit. up. They came and picked me up. Because I had no place to go, no place nobody called. I hit them cats up. They let me sleep at their crib that one night. Then after that, it was like, okay, you on your own. I had to walk 20 miles to civilization. My sister, my twin sister, where's me the, the money? book at? That's what I want to know. I'm, where's I'm the 250 book at? pages into my book. Get the book on Amazon now, <laughs> please. See, the thing no, is, is that my, talking, my brand is still numbers. being built, though. Like I really, but like my my book about my life isn't meant to, for me to elevate me to success. It's the success that I'm building on my own brand is for success. Then you get the book, so you can really understand what it's really about. So it can really help you. Pope, I ain't never noticed though. I'm I'm thinking that you know. So you get back to Chicago now. You really on your square. Like I'm I'm I'm. My, my, I was straight, I'm so focused now. I was already focused before then. Yeah, yeah, I had straight you. A's. Yeah. In college. Yeah. I was killing it. What already. was your major before you wanted to become a lawyer, though? I was I was an economics major, and then I have an economics degree and a finance degree. Okay. Before where, I became, where from? Uh, University of Illinois Chicago, UIC. Okay. During college, I worked at Merrill Lynch, I worked at the Boy Scouts of America, and I worked at Chicago Stock Exchange. Those are my internships. Okay, let's go back for a second. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. Wait. Uh, he said he worked at the Boy Scouts of America. Opening new trips. Crowd across the city of Chicago. What do you think about this new shit that they just did? About the whole gay thing? Yeah. Man, I think that... Uh, Side note. I think if people should be responsible for their own actions. Like, if you are... Just because you're gay doesn't mean you're a pervert. You know what I mean? Like, that's... I think that... I'm, I'm a contrarian in respects to that. A lot of our community, black community, can be conservative when it comes yeah. to LGBTQ issues. Yeah. Yeah. I look a little bit, look at it a little bit different. Like, you have to be fair-minded about this. Like, you can't be walking around and saying, like, just because someone's gay, they're going to molest your kid. They right. just mean they like they like guys. That doesn't mean they like boys. Yeah. It's dudes that like boys, yeah. and those, they should be dealt with. Right. Just like it's dudes that like little girls. Like, the, you they know, like security dude at the high school. Yeah. Everybody got a security dude at the high school. That's to flirt with all the girls. Yeah. Like, that ain't got nothing to do with no boys. That's this grown ass. This grown man up there sitting there like, you look cute today, uh, Miss Smith. Yeah. You grown as hell, dog. Why you flirt with little high school girls, dog? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, that's, that's where his mentality is. First of all, you grown as hell and you a security guard in a high school. <laughs> in a so, high school. Yeah, so you really... You know, you like a grown-ass hall monitor, dog. Yeah, like, exactly. No, 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 Nobody, no respect like, in a high school. No, 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 no thick-ass glasses on. Hey, okay. But, but hey, hey, get download the podcast if you a uh, high school like security guard anyway, though. You still straight. Yeah, yeah, you, 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 you I got to ask. Iowa State. Iowa State. I spent that semester there. You spent how many? One semester. Why? So, like, when I was in high school leaving, like, my high school counselor said, go to high- Iowa State. Like, that's when you Why did she went. pick that Iowa State versus in-state school? I think she probably wanted me to get away because I was a foster kid. Okay. So, I went away, man. It was, like, corn. It was, like, it was nothing. It was civil- no civilization. I- and it was, like, actually, to me, that was the first time I really had to deal with the death of my foster mom. Like, I was in a situation where, like, Finally away from Chicago. Yeah. All those memories about her life and what she meant to me, like, I had, I had buried that for, like, years. Right. So it hits you one I, it, night. It hit me one night, man. It hit me for a long time. I wasn't even going to class, man. I was, like, really – I was kicking it. You was in Ames, Iowa. I was in Ames, Iowa, but it, it really hit me, and I just, like, I stopped going to class, man. I was just chilling, man. I was, like – I, I 
when I look back at it now, like I just really needed a break, dude, from like reality. Yeah. I needed a break from all the stuff that I had been. Was doing. you in the dorms? I was in the dorms. I I went to dorms to the towers first, then I stayed in Friley, you know, and that's that was my life. I well, and then I had no place to stay. So, you know, on the way to Iowa State, I lost everything that I owned. That was a, a favor I asked my mom too. I said, hey, "Could you take me to college? Like parents take their kids to college." Damn. I asked. She was like, "Nope." I was like, "All right, man." Where was your father? Why'd you lose everything? I had, oh, I had no Where was your father at I this had time? Absolutely no idea what that dude is. Somewhere, I, somewhere, dude, you, somewhere you didn't know where your father was at somewhere, somewhere the tattoo shop getting something. Somewhere, you know, bumping something. I had no idea. No father around. No father around. I like so. How I got the car? I jumped on a bus to celebrate. To celebrate. Me going to college, yeah. To celebrate I was a first, you I'm the first person in my family to go to college, too, no bro. father. This, I, I, I say that is because the thing about it is we as, as black men need to be in our son's lives. Absolutely. No matter what kind, what, what kind of... Uh, um, what Relationship we have with the mother. Yeah. yeah. No matter what, bro. Yeah. No we what. have to be... In our child's life, was lives. a pimp though, fam. Like he was a street dude. That's, okay, it was, you know it. It wasn't. He wasn't like. Hey, a, he wasn't. I'm gonna tell you this. I graduated from SIU, and it was it was it was a, a sister who graduated from the same in '97 with me, whose father is Don Magic Wine. That was one of my father's friends, by the way. Wow. Pretty much, I. I, I <laughs> I was just gonna get to. The, I was one of his best not, friends. I was gonna get to that, but you know, they they run in the same atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the thing about it is, all the white folks down there, we I I graduated in '97. Mm-hmm. Okay. And all the all the white folks down there was v- enamored with Don as he was there because you had the gold cross on, you had the green and gold on. Yeah. That's Don Magic Wand. That yeah. is that is him. Green and gold, green for the money, gold for the what? Honey. Honey. Right. Let's say it again. Green for the money, gold for the what? Honey. That's a damn shame that we even know something like that. That, that bombs. That, that's staining <laughs> our fucking brain, that dumb shit. Listen, and, I, I want to tell you this, and I heard this from a good friend of mine. Go ahead. And and I'm, I'm really starting to truly believe this. When the casual sex brings about unwanted babies. A man is not going to take care of that child unless he truly loves that woman. I don't believe that, dog. I don't believe that either. Don't believe that either you don't think so? Mm-mm. I don't believe that either. I don't believe that, man. Shit. Did you really did you re, did you read what today? Um, this is a side note from what we're talking about with with uh Attorney Pope. Today I just read that Amir Johnson who plays for the Celtics now. Yeah, yeah with, with Toronto. He used to play for Toronto. Mm-hmm. Um, the baby the baby mama, who's an Instagram model, wants 50000 a month for child support for a two-year-old child. That's, huh? I saw you post that on Facebook. 50000 a month. 50 fucking thousand. Bombs! Chicks out here being famous on Insta- Instagram, for like a famous. Two year old child. Social media. Social media. Hey, chicks out here, like I'm. I'm fine. That's it. That's my. That's my talent. Yeah. Nas' baby mama had eight million over his, the course of his career, 
and she's homeless and broke right now. She's stupid. Eight million dollars. She's stupid. She's stupid. She thought she, was, she thought it was gonna be forever. Bye bye, baby. Eight it's million dollars. So we don't we we don't get that. We we don't. Honestly, I really believe. Never had a job, fam. How the, how the fuck you you go through eight fucking million? She didn't have a job, Jay. Black people don't Pope. do good when they just given that big lump sum of money. Eight we don't million do, dollars. Did you see the lady that just won the lottery? One hundred eighty-eight million dollars. Put up and six million for her uh, uh, drug dealer homie. Yeah, her baby, her baby da- daddy. Yeah. And she like snapping at yapping at people because of that. Yeah, because right. she people, put up the six mil. People. See. This just is, wait, just wait, just wait. Okay. Let time, time will take care of it. Cause this is just what she just won the money like four months ago, five months she ago. She just won the cake, yeah. So but, if she's doing that type of idiocy, just think what she's really doing with it. But the problem is, you can get that money seized. Yeah. That's what she don't realize. That frees that whole hundred eighty-eight. She actually took home, I think, about eighty-eight right, million after right, taxes, right, whatever, right. and then taking a lump sum. If it's connected to a crime, they could take all of that money, and now you broke again. So, so you 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 a sports entertainment lawyer, right? What get into that? What yeah. what what do you actually do? Do you handle like I, I seen you said you uh while you watching the game, you watch it for certain infractions infractions that like. Like what Michael Jordan's going to do. He just made up a new word. Oh, the whole dominates piece. Wait, wait, wait. Pope, did you hear that? He just made up a new word. Infractionments. He said infractionments. Infractionments. He said infractionments. Hey, man, it's got something to do with the Ciroc and infractionments. Magic said infractionments, dog. That's my, that's my, hey, that's why I love you. Hey, that's my nice street. In fact, I don't have no, I don't have too many OGs in my Vito, you know what I mean, man. Vito, shout out to Vito in LA. Understand this. Shout out to Vito. Shout out to Vito. Vito have, and Vito, my homie from L.A., another dude from L.A., Vito and I Vito. I, I don't have too many OGs, but when it comes down to it, Magic Mike 32 at Magic Mike 32 on Instagram and Twitter, it's my OG, period. I'm going to never let you plug nothing when I'll be plugging myself. Save your probe, E-X-A-V-I-E-R-P-O-P-E. Do it. On Instagram and Twitter, my man. Twenty Join the 20,000 plus followers Please. that follow the best dressed man on TV. The best straight. hashtag. Bespoke. So baby. tell me, what do you mean by being a sports and entertainment attorney? Absolutely. Yeah. So well, I talked. You talked. Asked me about economics right. in my degrees in college. Right. I I started doing like recruiting acts when I was working at Northern Trust. That was my first job out of college in, in audit investment portfolios. I got bored with that. Okay. Yeah. Why like, did me, you get me, bored? Man, because really, I, I grew up like a hip-hop dude, like yeah. into sports. Like, that was really my life. I thought I didn't really think it was practical to get into rapping. I used to be a, a hip-hop dude, go to open mics, all that. I just couldn't elbow get room. Elbow, elbow room, like Yo. sub-T, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just... Sub T? Yeah, you know, like I just I could Subterranean. Yeah, subterranean. I could I couldn't get past that. Right. It was one of those things I just couldn't get Juice past. Juice So yeah, Juice uh, hey man, the hip hop game needs to honor a dude like Juice. Juice was one of the coldest rap freestyle dudes ever. Yeah, Vino. Like Juice could just like just take like a bowl of soup and just kick the dopest rhyme about Listen, the bowl of soup. I uh. had Vino. I I had Juice up at the shop. We had him up at the shop at least that was before Vino, who I keep shouting out, Air Max King on uh, Instagram and Twitter. Juice came up there. That's one of his main men. Mm-hmm. 
Kill it. He came up there and he was freestyle before uh, he moved to L.A. Before Vino moved to L.A. Lee Styles on 75th and King Drive. Yes, sir. The greatest barbershop so ever. So listen, I got him freestyling. So we had a thing we had been doing for years. Whatever word I throw out or whatever I point at, he had just start freestyling about it. So my man, Coach Rob, Derek Rose, Coach, Coach Rob from Simeon High School, he getting out. ready to walk in the door. And I point out, I said, what's up with Coach Rob? He's like, oh, they got my man from Simeon. He delivers championships faster than Jimmy John's. The whole barbershop <laughs> went crazy. They ran out the shop. Jelani, my little, my godson, Jelani. Man, they said, he said, man, I ain't never seen nothing like that. Like he, like he was going for like five or six minutes. Like Juice, y'all. Juice, if y'all don't man. know who Juice is, go look up Juice, Juice and Eminem man. Battle on YouTube. I promise you, this only got to be. Eminem and give him a run for his money. Juice was that in dude, man. J-U-I-C. Any type of freestyle battle rap. But go ahead. Yeah, yeah. And so I just couldn't get away from that, y'all. Uh-huh. And it was like, okay, let me start doing that. And then I start interviewing agents because I wanted to do the sports agent thing. Okay. So an agent said, you need to go to law school. What I thought talked about earlier about mm-hmm. the Kentucky incident, that was like five years later. Yeah. It started hitting my head like, okay. Maybe I will go to law school. Okay. I'm one of these people that if you give me advice, if you're an old head, I yeah. follow that to the letter. Yeah. Seven months later, I was in law school. Like, took the LSAT, study, blah, 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 bam. I'm in law school. I'm in Rutgers. What year was this? This is 2002. Okay. I hit the hit, the, hit the, the agent up that gave me the advice. I was like, hey, how you doing? And when someone gives me advice, I don't come back and go back and forth and teeter-totter. I just do it. Okay. So I didn't. After that conversation, he said go to law school. He didn't hear from me again until I was sitting in Jersey. I was like, "Hey, what's up, man? This is my first week in law school. Just wanted to let you know, thank you for giving me the great advice." He was like, "Wait, you in law school right now? Did I just talk to you?" I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "See, that's the type of person that can work for me." Start working for him right in and there. Where? Uh, recruiting players in the Philly. Uh, northeast region, New Jersey area. Yeah, yeah. New Jersey area. So Still two thousand two or two thousand. This is two thousand two. Okay. Meanwhile, I was working at. I worked as a key grip for ESPN Sunday Night Football, C filler for the Fox Sports Emmys. I was working for uh, Jill Scott's lawyer. I worked for Nas and Prince's lawyer. That's all like wait, in wait, that wait, same wait, six months. Whoa. Yeah, though. Jill Scott. Jill Scott's lawyer. Nas and Prince's lawyer. I ain't give a fuck about no Iverson. You work for Iverson? Nah, it wasn't Iverson. I said I worked for Jill Scott's attorney, and I worked for Nas, Prince, Nas and Prince's man, attorney. Nas and Prince. I don't know the why symbol. I said I don't the know symbol, why I said Iverson. Man, so I worked, so I worked for him at the uh, work for him putting together the uh, the, the artist. How you gonna diss Jill Scott? You can't right. diss Jill Scott. Dog. You can't okay. not diss Jill Scott. She's she a really beautiful. I don't like woman. Janet Jackson. I'm not with all that old. He's stuck in the nineties, yeah, niggas. I'm, 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 I love. I love. <laughs> Shout out to all my niggas that are stuck in the nineties. You are. And, Take me, go uh, back two more decades, decades, man. I've been like a Janet. Janet is, like, is like an eighties. You're chick. stuck yeah. in the nineties. No, go back to Penny. You're I still stuck- want to whoop Kim Fields' mama for burning with the iron. <laughs> no, that's, that's how far I go back. No, you can't. That was Kim Fields' mama. That burned her with the iron yeah. when she was Penny. Hey, if you see it to this day, you would still bring that up, wouldn't you? Slap the slob out of her mouth. Look. <laughs> wow. I understand this. I'm joking, man. I'm joking. It might get some women's rights. You were just acting. You were Jill Scott's <laughs> attorney? No. 
I worked for Jill Scott's attorney. Okay. I had to put a pace dudes. I was putting like change in the meter. Okay. I wasn't, I wasn't negotiating no contracts. Yeah. Jill Scott me. was f- is like I was. I was on some straight like. Did you ever see her? Never saw Jill Scott. No, it was some wow. strictly like being like peon for yeah. her attorney. Like, I, honestly, like I have an ego. Okay. So for, for a minute, I can I can, I can sense that. I do got an ego. For I a minute, after that. a while of that, I was like, man, I'm straight on this dog. I went to him like, man, I can't do this. Like, you need to give me some work, real work. He's like, see, you need to pay your dues. He put me in the office like, me and you, we like we type, we both type A dudes. Like, me and you can't rock together. You're gonna be good. But you need to pay your dues. So basically, you had your Puffy Harrell, a Puffy and Andre Harrell moment. Hell yeah, dog. Like, you were Puffy. The lawyer for Jill Scott was yeah. Andre Harrell. Yep. He told me that I wouldn't make it in the game because I didn't, I wasn't humble enough. Mm. I said, all right, dude, we'll see you. <laughs> I, wow. I don't know who he is now. I know who I am. Wow. No, don't you hate that old... Boss! Oh, <laughs> don't you hate that old... <laughs> Come, Mr. Charlie, that old right. Steven, that Steven, that ain't going again from the Who's that yeah. nigga on that night? Yeah. Yeah. I don't need you, dog. Like, yeah. I don't need you. Yeah. I don't need you to come up. I had, I worked many different he angles He basically was telling you, 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 you here you, to take my job. What's right. wrong with you? You, you, you need like me. You yeah. need me. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, he I don't like need you, shit. bro. I had 13 sports entertainment law internships in law school. Most law students can't even get one. Wow. Right. So, so I was a key grip for Sunday Night Football. I, and people talk about, like, be, it's not about the legal aspect of it. It's about being in the industry itself. Yeah. I was carrying a cord behind a camera running on the field during football games. And that was my way to get in the industry. Whatever it took to get in, meet whoever I need to meet, I had to do that. Paying your fucking dues. dues. That's it. Pay it the let right the, way. Let, wait, wait. Let, these, let the people know. And let the people know what you just said. I, I need you to repeat it again. Paying your dues. I, I, I was a key grip. I c- carried the cord of the main camera that would be on the field during ESPN Sunday Night Football. I if, did that. If you look at the how, if you look at any credits that get rolled after in, get that camera on me. Thank you. If you can look at the credits, and it says K E Y space grip, and it names the person. Yeah. You're named in the credits. I'm named in the credits. Yeah. But that's the dude that holds the cord. That's it. As much as you went through in life, here you are holding a cord on Sunday Night Football. Yeah, holding a cord. You see that, Mike? Holding a cord, bro. What does that tell you, Mike? You got drive. You got got determination. You got instinct. So it's, it's like... I don't. I don't think nothing is impossible. I don't think nothing is not for you. You just got to focus on your goal, see your greatness, and go after it. Like yeah. no matter what people think about you, what they're gonna say along the way. Like I, right, yeah, yeah, you know, you wait. It's, it's all, damn it, like the Bud Billiken parade. You waving at them, and you know where you're going. Yeah. We're going to fifty first. We're going to. Washington Park, and when we get up here, I'm going to do what I have to do and, to get and, on that stage and, and perform my ass off. And, and, and it's not just about, like, performing. Yeah. It's about the lead-up. Yeah. Because how I made my way through this life, it was I had to make sure that every day I woke up with that same attitude and mentality in my presence. Yeah. Like, this is what I'm on. This is what I'm on. This is what I'm on. It's, 
It's Monday. This is what I'm on. It's Tuesday. This is what I'm on. Wednesday. This is what I'm on. No days off in this thing. No kids? Yeah, I got three kids. Okay. I have a 15-year-old daughter, a 9-year-old uh, daughter, and a 6-year-old son. Interesting. Yeah. Now, you have a kid. Married. I am married, yes. How long okay. have you been married? I've been married for seven years this Sunday. Okay. Congratulations, brother. How was the oldest kid? 15. 15. Same. So I had a kid a All month kids, after I graduated from mother, college. Right? No. My oldest daughter is from a different mom. Okay. Where, as a father in 2002, key grip. Yeah. You're a father still. I'm a father at that time. Sending every dime I had back home. Okay. To my to to my daughter. To where? Chicago. Actually, at that time she was living in Atlanta. At that time, my oh, daughter. ATL. Okay. She was living with her grandmother. And you're on the so East Coast. I'm on the East Coast. Okay. Did my mom even. understand your struggle and your drive nah, and your passion? Nah, 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 nah. We, we didn't really nah, that. that, that Twelve hours of labor. Nah, all that shit got nah, the nah. We we did we didn't really have a really we didn't really have the most amicable relationship. Where you so, meet her at? You met her in school? I met her in school. You know, UIC or? UIC. UIC. Okay. She was a very mysterious woman who used to wear a cap on her head and, and didn't give dudes the time of day. And so I found that to be a challenge to be able to. to I was one of those dudes that I guess that's my father and me. Yeah. I'm I wanted a, I wanted the chick that dissed yeah. all the other dudes. Yeah, I'm going to get the. Yeah. <laughs> let, me, let me get her. Yeah, I got to put my Valentine Let me on get her. the most <laughs> difficult chick that you can holler at. Yeah. Let me get at her. Yeah. You, you have know. a child. Mm hmm. We break up. You break up. Mm-hmm. You're on the East Coast. I'm on the East Coast. She's in Atlanta. She's um her, her mom actually lived in Atlanta. She, uh, her her grandmother actually, my daughter's grandmother lived in Atlanta. She was um, her mom was in doing her master's degree at the time. She's originally from Chicago, right? She's really, no, actually, she's I think Chicago and Jersey. It was like kind of a sweet. It was kind of okay. a combination of of that. So so okay. So how you slip up on her? Man, uh, we Bare broke baby up. Baby face or something? Nah, we broke up. No, no, I'm talking about how did you get up on her? Did, like she, you said she wasn't talking to nobody. Oh, so. we uh, after class, I just walked up to her and I just started talking to her. Yeah. You know, some dudes like they need like a they need like the 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 the, the head nod or the yeah. eye contact. Me, it was like I'm just I'm on you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just like I'm just on you. Like okay, if you ain't on it, you ain't on it. If you are, yeah. you are. Like that's yeah. just how you know. Like I'm just at you. Like yeah. and that's so. One day she was in one of my classes. And she actually got a D in that class. I got a B in that class. It was my classics class. I still talk to this professor to this day because he was really influential in my life. I saw her. I was like, I'm getting on that. So she walking out. I, I went up behind like, hey, what up? How would you think about that class? And then we went. To, she took me to go watch Jerry Springer. <laughs> I should know what was up there. But <laughs> Jerry Springer in the black community is is... Has a secret relationship. Yeah. <laughs> Black people love Jay Springer. That's they, how they, they love Secretly. everything to do with Jerry Springer. Secretly. Like Steve Wilco got his got a show now. Like yeah, like the freaking like bodyguard. Dude. Yeah, Come yeah, on, so that's Steve Wilco. Yeah, but Jerry Seinfeld. How, how, how Black is that relationship now? We not really that tight. You know, it's just it's just we all we do is basically it's 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 basically you you co-parent you, co-parent. Yeah. That's 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 how it is, uh, and I think that's what a lot of us deal with. Like having just like we have a kid. You over there, I'm over here. That's just pretty much how it works. Okay. Let's go up in time to, let's say, the year 2006. Right. Where are you at now? 2006, this is back when uh, I was in L.A. living at the time. Okay. So I was trying to pass the California bar exam. I had already graduated from law school a year earlier than that. 
And it took me three shots at the bar in California. I couldn't pass that bitch. Like I just just couldn't. Like I just it's the hardest bar to pass in the country. Like it's a forty percent pass rate. Now it's less than forty percent, like thirty eight percent. So then what is Illinois? I, I passed the Illinois the first time out the box. What's the what's the pass percentage? I think it's like around sixty seven, seventy percent, something like that. It's which is it's still challenging for a lot of people to pass. Dumbass man daily come passes. Eugene Pinson had to take his. Yeah, well, that's, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> he did. Talk he to did. him. He did. Eugene yeah, I mean, Pinsham had to take had to take uh, Mayor Daly, the, the the one that the black people nominated the mayor for here for twenty the last twenty one years, and when he got when he stepped down, we we wasn't ready. The, the black preachers, everybody, everybody named Mama was running. The Bucket Boys was running for fucking mayor. Yeah. And that bar, bar is no joke. It's different yeah. from law school. Yeah, it's a completely different setup of how they they have you do it, and. It's just one of those situations that you have to have training and studying the actual exam. So I took the Minority Legal Education Resources, which is set up for minorities to pass the bar exam, which is it's a class that's so good that now mostly it's mostly white people that take it, even though it's yeah. ran by black people. Yeah, let's see how they, what these niggas talking about. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> we ain't passing either shit. Yeah. <laughs> how the hell are these niggas passing this So I, I got that through volunteer. I was volunteering at the time for the Salem Baptist Church Legal Clinic. Uh, and Reverend Meeks. Reverend Meeks. I went to Mer- I, went, I, was, I, I went to that. Uh, hey, hey, that's my pastor. He was. He always be my pastor. I went to that church from 2005 through 2012. So about seven, seven years, I went to that church. He's under a lot of screw. Volunteer, because you know why? Because he, he, he's a, he's a pastor. B, that's the public eye. The first person you look at in the hood is the pastor. Yeah. You know what I mean, and then he have he has a relationship with the governor. He's you know the, the head. Yeah, he of, took a job from the governor. He supported the governor too. Yeah, he supported but that was because he was all about school vouchers and things of that nature, like thinking outside of the box. Like I learned a lot from him being. Man, my they pastor, still gonna dude. they still gonna close them damn schools down. The CPS is basically real, real over talk, with. man. A lot of school, man. People CPS say, is over with. Man, man it, whether, it, whether you want to admit it or not. I'm CBS I, I, I'm blessed. I went, I went to Whitney Young High School. Yeah, but a lot, a lot of people get don't get the benefit of going to a decent high school. No, they don't. Because I didn't get. You have to get deal with chance. people fighting. You have to deal with the fact that the books are old as hell. The people like, that don't even give not one not cent. one fuck about you. <laughs> yeah, like not one fuck. It's <laughs> yeah. like, can I get one fuck? Yeah. And then on top of that, like they're collecting a paycheck. Yeah. Some of these people are not your 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 kind. Y'all would be surprised to know that CVS has like less than 200 students in it. Right about now. to strike. And it's about to be a strike. Yeah. Karen Lewis is sick. Uh, we yeah. got, so, got, got you saw the news for. yesterday? Man, she's about, uh, she about to sign. I feel, I, I feel, I feel, I feel bad. Yeah, you know why? Jamar because right back there. in the 60s and 70s, right, when Bar Brown versus, I got to bring it from the legal perspective, Brown yeah. versus Board of Education. Well, people don't realize that it was three Brown versus, versus Board of Education cases. It was yeah. Brown, it was board, Brown one, Brown two, Brown three. Brown 2 was supposed to be the implement, implementation of Brown 1. So that included uh, busing and all these other things of that nature. Some of that was supposed to take place over a course of 25-plus years. And what institutions and communities did is they fought against that as much as they could. That's why we had the, the Boston riot, bus riots in the 1970s. Yeah. yeah. It was Then it was like white flight, and then we used property taxes to buffer up education. And then there was a San Antonio versus Rodriguez case in 1973, which established that education can be based on property taxes, and that wasn't necessarily discrimination. 
And that's what got us in the jam we are right now because we're in communities right now where is you can move somewhere and I can go to college anywhere I want. But I can't go to grammar school. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's that's crazy. That's tape this bullshit, nigga, dude. You taping this nigga, dog? God. That's bullshit, dog. Yeah. Like I can go to any college anywhere in the country, but the foundation as to what college I actually could get into anyway and go to anywhere where I want is based on where I can go anywhere I want to actually get my primary education. They moan, Chuck. Y'all listen to this dude. Like that this is this dude is teaching in here. I'm, I want us to know that that's one of the biggest problems we have in America today. Is that you can't get up and go to whatever public school you want. You can't go to Winnetka and go to school. Mike, you can't get up and go to freaking like. I can't go to Peyton. No. I can't go to Walter Peyton. Absolutely not. Because, because the governor daughter tested below the standards. So he made a big contribution and he sent his daughter to Walter See, Payton. the testing is one thing. Yeah. The testing is one thing. It's another thing when your school has the best resources on economics and yeah. you can't go there. Yeah. See the test. Okay, that's now we talking about merit, right? You yeah. smart, you not smart. Yeah. It's another if it's you live in a different community and your school is good, just just a virtue of the money that's being poured in there, and you can't go to school there. Right. Like that's garbage to me. Like Lim and it's, that's some other separate but equal. Like Limbloom sits in the heart of West Inglewood. Yeah. But two blocks over is Harper High School, sixty fifth. Harper is an absolute mess, dude. You you gotta tell me. And and we sit up here and take the standard levels of living. Here, here is the thing. In suburbs all around the country, they pour money in their education. That's why it's better. Exactly. So stop depending on the government because they're not going to help you. They don't give a flying fuck about you. At all. What you do is you go to every person that live in your neighborhood. Do you got a dollar? Give up the dollar. Just let, Everybody collect the money we put it in our own damn school. Instead of putting it into whatever we're going to put it to, all the different things, let's all pull our money together. We don't even have to make that part of the public system. Right. We create our own private system for building up our own educational system. Think of How many people live in, you think, live in Inglewood? Just how many people, you think? 100,000 people? Uh, yeah. Easily. Oh, easily, right? Easily. right so right. if 100,000 people in Inglewood gave one freaking dollar, just one ass dollar, that's a bag of chips, my dude. Bombs. That's. It's two bags of chips. That's a, two that's, for a dollar. Okay, two for a dollar. That's a that's a that's a can of Arizona iced tea. That's bombs. That's cigarellos. It's every, bombs. Yeah, that's a triple threat. If everybody in Inglewood gave one dollar, we got a hundred thousand dollars toward the schools in Inglewood. Yeah. I have to ask. Let this. that sink in, my dude. No, let it sink in. Look, say it again one more time. Say it again one more time. If everybody in Inglewood. Gave one dollar to the schools that are in Inglewood. You got a hundred grand. Bombs. So I get where you're going now. Yeah. We gotta stop depending on the government to save us. They never have. We gotta save ourselves. You, 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 we gotta save ourselves, you, my but, dude. But, That's how Republican is hell. So, ladies and it gentlemen, does, wait, 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 it does. Hold on, Mike. It does. But you got men in that community that get Snap and Link. What they got to do with putting up a dollar, bro? Yeah. So real the, talk. So the got, real talk. You got men. We got to save ourselves. We talking about men. Men with penises. Right. That depend on 
link. They directly snap. or indirectly? Are we talking about the snap link that you depending on your girl to hook you up with and you sneaking around oh, in her crib? We, we, no, no. We talking about direct benefits? They're going out getting them own cards. Yeah. Okay. Their own cards. All right. That is the, the most. too many dudes getting their own link. <laughs> Look, <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. You'd be surprised. You would be surprised. Okay, like he I'm, said. I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not hip to that shit. I'm not hip to it either. But the thing about it is, I've seen it with my own eyes. Your own I link? hear about Dudes it with can my actually own get their own link? With, with my ears. Men are getting linked now. That's the new respirations, man. I mean, like... like, like, like and and like, I always that. said that welfare <laughs> is basically another form of reparations. Yeah. Whether we believe it or not, that's... Give it up. That's our ghetto reparations. Is but like, I heard it's going to change in January the 1st. Like, okay. They're going to change it. Real quick. I'm going to throw some things at you. Right. Go ahead, Mike. I'm hitting y'all from... with this heat right now. Right, hold up. Let me stop right here. You, you, you hitting us with the heat. Educate. Yeah, you are. You are. I'm hitting y'all with this heat right now. This is a Randy Johnson. I'm a lefty, too. We're going to do a part two. 100 freaking MPH We're gonna have to right do... now. Are, so, you, are you game for a part two? Man, listen. I, Jay, what I tell you, dog? I tell that at your back, didn't I? You did. This, this is what he's saying. We did... We are, as black people, are dependent on the government. So I'm going to take it a little further. My man like hip-hop. Y'all like hip-hop. This is a show on a hip-hop basis, sports basis. It is. It is. And and, and, and Jay-Z said it, and everybody took it and ran with it, said he was a devil worshiper. Jesus can't save you. Life begins when the church ends. So every day when you walk out that door, you got to depend on yourself and your own resources. That's what he meant by that. And my man just really said it in another form. Don't ever get it wrong. This man here is faith-based. Absolutely. I love me some Jesus, yo. But he I knows. I do yoga too, though. He, he, he knows what he has to do on his own. Word? Yeah. I do six, six days a week pop power vinyasa yoga. Where is that? In the West Loop. <laughs> Hot power vinyasa. What time? It, it depends on what time, you know, whatever time of day. But Let me time. know. I, I, when you get time. Man, Mike needs man. to go. Stop it. Yeah. Mike Every time needs I to invite go. somebody yeah. to come to my hot yoga class, they always shicking out the last minute. Okay, they, I'm, I'm willing like, to go. I'm going to die. I'm going to sweat. I'm going to die. No, no, no. I'm, I, I, I'm I willing to go. Sweat. I love to sweat. Man, it's, it clean, it cleanses so you completely out. I'm telling you. My back is so tight I lost 60 pounds doing it. I'm gluten-free. I drop fried foods. It's all about just- You don't eat no fried chicken from eating run. Nope. No, I, from I, Harold's. Dude, I ain't ate fried chicken about like at least like a year and a half. Come on, years. man. Let's go get some fried chicken now. Nah, bro. Man, I love Wingstop. Wait, no Wingstop. Shout out to my daughter, no, no Brittany. She called me today. She wanted some. She wanted some Wingstop. I want some. I got a Wingstop. Sorry, bro. <laughs> I, I got. I, hey, listen, man. Hey, Will Smith said, "If you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready." I got like a lot of. I got a lot of energy. I need to all these dope initiatives. So you've been do. on the East Coast and West Coast. West, you know. <laughs> Let's be honest. Niggas on, in the on, Midwest on the real, love them some fried chicken. Hell to the yes, dog. Hey, hey, they got this one place out west, though, that's they got some bomb fried chicken. Too. Where? I forgot the name of it. Don't bro. say that Uncle Remy shit. Nah. He said out west, though. I said out west. It's, uh, it's out there. Not west like, South Central. South Central. Um, oh. I'm, the name is escaping me right now, but I don't remember. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Roscoe's? And nah, I'm not. But Roscoe's is bomb. I mean, it's not a Roscoe. So when last time you had some Roscoe? Let me catch this really? nigga up. I had Roscoe since I was no, back. Just, Damn, since not, I was I'm living in L.A. Living in L.A. I used to live down the street from Roscoe's. And you never had Roscoe's. Oh, I was eating Roscoe's then. That was that wasn't a year and a half ago. That it was, was like, ten years ago. That's fire. Yeah, I know. It was like seven, eight years ago. Hey, the top five MCs. 
That's a great here question. We go, here we go. Here we My, go. I mean, of all time? Yeah. Of all time. Of all, time. So all time. So. We're not saying one word. All right. In no particular order. Just no particular. Good. Nas. KRS. Rakim. Melly Mel. Big Daddy Kane. Is that five? Yeah, Stuck in the 90s. Look, look, keep going. Uh, Why you say Melly Mel? Melly, Why? Dude, Nobody message. says Melly dude, Mel. No, like, no, no, no. Uh, first of all. We're going to see where, how far you go. Listen, oh, uh, go ahead, go ahead. you can put the message against any, any the lyrics in the message verse against anything that's ever been made. Dude. So the, Melly Mel is the one that said, a child is born with no state of mind, blind to the ways of mankind. Right, right, right. God is smile on you, but he's frowning too because only oh, know God's what he's going to do. Like, come You're on, dog. You're up in a ghetto living second rate and your eyes sing a song of deep hate. Dude, Come it's on. like 1981, you're, dog. You're schooling in the 19-year-old right Come there. Come on, man. Like, freaking, he like. He lived that. I didn't Literally. Really, I was young, but, he, like. He, he, he lived that, though. Like, but but you became, you, you you came to live that. I'm just, yeah, yeah man. I'm just like, you You, you was born me, with no like, state of mind. All of us born with no state like, of mind. Hey, hey, first of all, like, you can't, like, look, Drake, nah. <laughs> let's let's get this out the way. That's just for now. This Drake, Meek Mill, this is, man, this, this is child's play, dude. It's like ring around the road. What I say know? last week? What I say last week? <laughs> when 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 the the Dr. Dre album Compton drops, we won't even hear about it no more because yeah, it was just for them. LL and, and Kumo D went on for at least eight months. Like Kumo D could like could probably wrap circles around like Drake and me. Ninety percent of the people that's rapping. Okay, right okay, now. okay. <laughs> like let's go. As soon as you let's go. Like you can put let's go against all those. Every single back and forth of Meek Mill and Drake. Dude. And I told him like, like yeah. let's I'm go. The, I'm the biggest LL Meek fan out tonight. Ever. Meek Meek bought out today. Period. Cause, what did he, he say? Meek said, "I'm not with the Drake shit no more." Cause he got son, dog. That's Meek why. Said I'm not with the Drake shit no more. Cause I mean, he you know, son, honestly, Pope, he, he was go, out of pocket, dude. That's we, why we're gonna have to do a part two. We don't have to do so, a part two. It's a lot, a lot of things I didn't, I didn't get to ask. Give me, give me, give me your. Yeah, I want to go a little deeper. Not just your top five MC. Right. Give, me, let, let, let me, give me, give me your top five books you read. Think Go Rich, that changed my life. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it did. It put me on like a whole pa- a pathway. I read that book before I started going to law school. Say it okay. again. Thinking Go Rich by Napoleon Hill. Okay. Uh, the second book I would have to say is uh, The Untethered Soul by Michael Singer. It basically talks about um, not getting outside of our own heads and like really focusing on like just our us observing, and that's who we really are. Okay, and, hold on a second. Say that slowly. Sure, the untethered soul. Thank you. The untethered soul by Michael Singer. Okay. Uh, three. The number three book is probably the Power of Now by uh, Eckhart Tolle. Um, it basically like what it, it really transformed my life as far as focusing on the present moment and the power that exists in this moment and what it means to be here and right now and not focus on the future, what happened in the past, but right here, right now. So those are my, those are the top three books. The fourth, I'm about to say the Bible, man. I, I really think that it's so many different, it's a wisdom text. Yeah. So there's so many different lessons to learn from the lives of people who lived thousands of years ago. That's why people still read it today. It's a pretty damn good book. I uh, won't cut you off on the Bible, but give me two movies that, two you, movies. that you gotta watch. I, 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 no I can't matter get what. another one more book. I can't get one more book. Give him that one more book, man. Give him that one more book. Can I keep one more book? 
one more book I would have to say is probably going to be a Seven Laws of Spiritual Success by Deepak Chopra. Okay. Okay. So those those are some heat. So you want to get five books, those are the five books you definitely need to read. Movies. The Matrix is number one. That's just that's, that's just my movie about yeah. reality and how you, how we understand who we are in that reality. Yeah. Uh that's number five. Number five. Oh, I'm not counting. I'm not doing this any uh, go, 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 go They just going to just whatever. Go ahead. Uh, another movie is Back to the Future Part Two. We in 2015. Yeah, Back to, so that was what the movie was based on. Yeah. It's actually hoverboards right now. Yeah, that's hot right now. Yeah, like the movie freaking the shoes. You can't came tell out. me this shit ain't playing. Yeah, 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 right, right, right. Go ahead, go ahead. You know, there's a Florida team. Yeah, and the Cubs are good in 2015. Come yeah. on, man. Yeah, yeah. Keep Boom. going. Boom. <laughs> Keep I'm a going. Sox fan. Uh, far as, uh, Friday, dude. Like, I mean, yeah. I, I never get to go into the movies for the first Cute time. this thing. Like Cube is uh uh definitely it has to be Star Wars uh Return of the Jedi. Like that was just like Luke, I'm your father. Like that's Okay. Uh and then lastly, um I'm uh probably gonna be do the right thing, man. Hey! Let's shake hands. Do the right thing. Mookie like, do the right thing. Real, real talk. Like Why? That that, that, that defined my childhood, man. Like Spike went in, in, in every era. Yeah. I mean, I, I, every area that was going on at the time. At the time. And then and and he like You're not really, a magic you you're Magic Johnson. You Magic Johnson. What do you, oh what do you mean? Magic Johnson in that movie is not black. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right, that's right, that's right. Right? He's more than black. As more. a lawyer, you're not black. I'm more than black. What's your what, what's your best clothing line since you the the, the best dressed the best clothing line? I don't really yeah. like I don't really focus oh, on like suits or whatever you know you're like 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 your nah, fresh it, shit. It may be something that I like from one line that I like and maybe something I like from another line. I like that I, I I feel like I'm a I'm I have an eye for fashion. Yeah. Like literally, I was in Minnesota this weekend. Uh huh. I saw a tie for eight dollars. Yeah. But it's because Minnesota they don't really have fashion. So they the don't. Tie, the tie was really worth way more than that. But no one was buying it. So it was on sale. Like, I was like, let me cop that. Like they like sleep on this dude. Like, so it's like, I just like for I like I just have an eye for things that are aesthetically pleasing and it has good as well made. And you I got an ear for R and B. Oh yeah, like man, give, give, I, give, give me your top three groups. Oh lord, oh lord, hey yo, let's here we let's, go. Here we go. Give me five. Like, I should, nah, I'll probably give you like a couple. Like R and B. Yeah. Like, do you want me to go like the seventies R and B? No, like, whatever. Oh, you give me nineties R and B. Just give us five. What 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 gets you right? Like like that that R and B song can get you through the day. Like give me some people day? like Candy Rain by five. No, like when you down, don't let him bait you. Don't let him bait you. I'm not listening to R and B when I'm down. Don't let him bait you. Like for you and your lady. Give me five. Give us like, five. Who, have, who has sex to R and B anymore, dog? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Who I'm having sex to like I got so kids. I'm having sex to like freaking like whatever's on TV in the give background so I can hear it. No, 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 no. Give for me you five. Your lady. Like, give like, me five. Like, what was your What was your wedding song? My wedding dance. Uh, I I got married in Jamaica. Okay. So okay. my all my wedding stuff was all like that Bob Marley stuff. Oh, okay. So that was I was that's what yeah, I was jerk chicken out then, huh? Oh man, dude, <laughs> summer <laughs> clean. I advise everybody to do a destination wedding. Hey, the people that's supposed what? to be there are gonna be there. <laughs> Number one. Yeah. Number two, you ain't never gonna forget it. It's gonna be some picture perfect stuff. I got married at sunset. 
on the beach okay. in Jamaica. You can't beat that, dog. No. You can't. And it's secretly cheaper than a, than like a wedding in a hall. Uh, yeah, who? Top three players. Wait, 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 wait. Stop. In the Stop, Mike. No, I want to go on. I like don't that. Don't worry about that time. Don't worry oh, about yeah, that. Wait, how, much, how much time we got? Hey, we, we don't, don't worry about that. That's a minute. Understand this. Top five movies. No, no, no. I, no, I like that one. Like the, the top hoopers. Yeah. The of top all hoopers times. Of all time. Or yeah. just now. Right, let's go with now. Let's, let's go with now. Of course, LeBron James because he he dragged the team to the finals. Yeah. Right. Last six years he was in the finals. Like that's okay. come on, dude. Like last five years actually he was yeah. in the finals. Cleveland didn't even make the playoffs last like, year. Like he didn't make the The second obviously gonna be Steph Curry because he's he's cooking and he won yeah. the, we won the championship. Yeah. Under Armour. And then uh, number three would definitely be James Harden, one of the most underrated players in the league. He's, he's with Adidas now. Man. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like three stripes. James Harden. And he with the Kardashians, so some shit coming behind him. <laughs> But uh, don't let that dude go to sleep though. <laughs> shout out to <laughs> shout out to Instagram Lamar. Like, take hey, a picture. You know yeah. Lamar and Buster today and shit. My man loves strippers, man. Why James Harden loves strippers so much, dude? Man. Like it's some dudes that just love strippers. Hey, that motherfucker Chloe got a big a ass. He's just a nigga. Man, I slept on Chloe. I just think Chloe was ugly. Hey, real talk. But she's brother. like actually you're like a really she attractive. Got she like she's her competition banging, is Kim. She like she's not gonna fuck more athletes and more niggas than me. Chloe, you know I gotta. Relationship with the people down the line. I'm not gonna explain to this podcast, but I love you, girl. Much love for your dude, Xavier Pope. I got love for you. Real talk. You are mine. Right. After wait, wait, wait. After Go uh-huh. ahead. That's you said three players. That's it, dog. Give me five. Five. Uh, Russell Westbrook, man. Just that okay. dude is just one more. Uh, one more. After Russell Westbrook, um, KD when he come back. You know, saying now, but what's your top five of all time? Oh, Michael Jordan's number one. Okay. Uh, Bill That's Russell, Kareem, uh, Larry. You weren't Mike around Magic. when Bill Russell was playing. I, Neither I, was I. I'm, I'm a, I'm, see, I'm a sports almanac. I watch I, I watch a lot of old basketball tape. Get what that lawyer shit up out of you. What do you think about Derrick Rose? Because he didn't put him in no thing. He's played for the Bulls. That's the problem. That was his problem. They, he, he, he played for Tibbs. That was his problem. He, they, damn near Tibbs almost killed uh, Jimmy Butler almost killed Paul Pope. Gasol he almost killed almost everybody in that squad Pope, almost stop ki- it ruined Lou Aldang's career dog stop it like no, real Bulls, talk the Bulls stop did. It. like yeah. practice is practice like they, they gave they like, gave him I, a, I was a like, spinal it's, tap it's just practice they gave him a spinal tap God, come on dog you can, dude, come on yeah, I mean come these on. cats out here making millions of dollars you gotta preserve their bodies you can't be running them ragged like that yeah like Jimmy Butler was, he was leading the league in minutes and stuff like and repeatedly, like it was Chicago Bulls players leading the league in minutes, like every. Well, you year. know, Tibbs ain't got no lady, he ain't got no kids, he ain't and, got no and dog. Look, weird ass it's about over. it's about yeah. in the end winning that championship. Well, Dude, they didn't win it. And name of was about winning they, that championship. Well, the name of championship that built uh, Tom Thibodeau has had, like as a head coach. I'm not talking about Boston Celtics when he won as assistant coach. I'm talking about like as the head coach. So, so, so can we get a part two? Tibbs was like Calvin. We get a part two. This was a lot. I gave y'all a lot, and that was still wasn't enough. That's how much I got. Can we get a part two? We get a part two. Yeah, we get a part two. We get a part two. I need a part two. You need, I know you need a part two. Big shout I out. I got like a million. I got, I got so much heat. It's just like it can't be contained in one podcast. I, 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 didn't, get, I didn't get a chance to uh, <laughs> ask you a, a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> I know, dog. I know, I know, I know. And everything. So I need a part two. Right. And the thing about it is, I feel like you know, as you're part of the the ten percent, 
that W.E. Du Bois, you know who W.E. Du Bois is? Youngin? Okay. Our youngin is, is, is 19 years old in college. Um, with some leopard printed shoes on. Right. <laughs> hey, I saw somebody with some leopard printed like no moccasins on. I was like, dang, that was, they were kind of Moccasins? Fresh. Like moccasins. Uh, you know what the moccasins is, uh, Juwan? You do? Okay, okay, okay. They young, they young dudes rocking moccasins right now. Hey, look. They are? Yeah, they are. Look, I need to get a part two. All right. With Xavier Pope. I wanna I wanna say very soon, but I know you got things going on. Hey, I'm, I'm, Here's I'm, the thing. What's your weekly schedule like, man? Like do you fly man, in and out of listen, town and it's it's a situation. He's on TV all the time. I, literally. I, I, I it's, see it's him. a situation like today. It was like X, we need you here like the next forty five minutes. Like I really have a very like I really have to I have a very strict schedule, but on top of that, I have to be like a Johnny on the spot with a lot of stuff. So I just try to like keep myself as flexible as possible. And also on top of that, like I'm not going I'm the dude from five twenty eight East Ninety Second Street. Like I'm not going I'm not gonna be brand new ever. You're not gonna catch me be brand new ever. Hey, listen. Everybody listen to this podcast, I will never be a brand new dude. I'm still the dude that grew up on 520 East 92nd Street. Tell I'm me still this. support my people. So do it. you handle the uh, finances for your uh, agent, I mean, for your clients? So I do everything the agent doesn't do. So okay. a lot of the stuff that handles, like, overseeing the finance, all the financial advisors. So do you ever you ever try to talk to the guys like, hey, man, you just spent. Nope, I don't do that. No. I let the financial advisors. You ever watch, you watch Ballers on HBO? Yeah, that's dope. I, I binge watched it like last weekend. The kid be completely caught up. The only one I haven't seen is the one that aired just it's tonight. The the new one. Yeah. Sunday. 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 Okay. Whatever the I, new I'm one. I'm addicted was. to it. Yeah, that's dope. Like uh, while you other fuck boys is watching motherfucking like Ray, what's dude name? Which one? The one who's next to my, my man who the uh, who the defensive player is Reggie. Uh, the side Reggie. Reggie's the side man, nigga. He a mob dude. Like it's it's a lot of Reggies out here. Real talk, I've had to talk to Reggie's before. Like, you ain't earned nothing, dog. But you out here trying to tell somebody how to spend it. This the dude that you get all the money. You pay, you the one that's paying the strippers. You the one that's going to get the girls to come in VIP. You the one that's supposedly handling everything, but you not really handling everything. Yeah. Because you really don't have no job. You, you the one that's staying in the house when he, he there and there everywhere. But you act like a girl. Yeah. You're just happy to be in the moment. You're happy to be in the man. Listen, man. What's well, we got to talk about? You, this you, you ever seen an God. athlete that was Damn. really so talented, but just couldn't make it because of dude the, people around him? No, no, yeah. Like you shouldn't spend your time trying to please the people you came up with. What's the best athlete you've seen that was so good but didn't make it? Man, Ronnie Fields, man. Ronnie Fields is a beast, man. That's it, y'all. He's and, and I feel I feel I feel like I'm on the same lines because Ronnie Fields was man. He came out one, two, and three with Kobe Bryant, Tim Thomas, and man, Ronnie could, Fields. Could, like Ronnie Fields was six three, you would never have known it, dude. No, this dude was like jump out of the Shout gym, out to Tutu. My man Brian Jackson went to go My see this gosh. man play basketball. We have to do a part every two, game. dude. Like I, I, I went to with the young Westinghouse is in the same division, so I used to, I used to no, see Ronnie Fields play Farragut. Not sorry, right? Yeah. I say Westinghouse, but we used to play those really great games with Kawani uh, Garrett and all those guys, yeah. like. 
when they used to play against Whitney Young, him and Kevin Garnett, they was playing my senior year of high school. Yeah. ESPN, was that right? <sighs> yeah. We have to do a part two. My God. They, they threw like about 20 alley-oops in this game. Oh, my God, dude. We have yeah. to do a part two. All right, all right, all right. Part two, it is. I'm, I'm, I want to schedule it now. Part two. Right. This is Reasonable Ignorance. Podcast, episode 10. Attorney Xavier Pope, ESQ, Esquire. Best dressed man on TV. Best Hashtag. Take us out with a freestyle. Check it out. We, 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 we need a hot 16. But hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you do your hot 16, I want to say rest in peace to my nephew, Lamont J. Gogan, Tay Tay. Today's his birthday. And uh, Mama, every day you're away is the day you're getting closer back to us. We love you. We miss you. You'll be back soon, Mama. Xavier Pope. Give me that track. This is his track. It's your track. It's Matt Mercado's track. We got the Puerto Rican track. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to live. I'm going to live. Puerto Rican track. Yeah. I came here to hang with my people's back. Yeah. I told you I got that. Can't stop that. Suited as hell, baby, can't knock that. Woo! Straight to the knuckle, straight from the hustle. Came here to tussle. Yeah, baby, yeah, strip the gristle. Uh, I'm big, 6'2", in a mix, too. Oh, Park, baby, this is how we do. With Magic Mike, how you like? Jay Hook, straight up off the hook. Yeah, straight up off the book. Yeah, with the no look. Call me Magic. Uh. This is how we going, this is how I come at it. Uh, and the likeness, you likeness. Yo, with the preciseness. Yo, baby, I'm tight, it's. Expo, next flow, can't stop this, drop this. Yo, straight hotness. Yo, burn your fingers, I lingers, I bring ya. Part two, uh, with the Puerto Rican. This what I'm speaking, poetically speaking. Uh, leave you leaking like a bullet shot straight to your knot, straight rain and speed all up in the spot. Uh, get a thing go lock where the beat go. Where the beat go? Yeah, he won a 16. Bring that thing back. Uh, uh, strip off the Cisco. Used to do it in sixth grade. What? Uh, yeah, when they had the switchblade. Yeah, had to stop the guys from robbing me. What? Had to get a knuckle up, so they stopping G's. Wow. Used to be the VCs, plead me. You, you can't see me. Used to be GDs. Uh, in the five stars, corner hustlers. Yeah. Boy H, try to give the man aches. Uh, uh, try to give the man aches. But I wasn't trying to go for their early wake take. Another position, disposition. I had another position. I had to be on top. Uh, six nine, which mine, this mine, yo bitch mine. Whoa. Yo, I had to get up the in mine. Crazy. Yo, you sin mine. Don't let me get unloaded. Yo, spit on you, know it. Yo, I straight poet. Uh, write it. No, I don't do it. Yo, I straight fluid. Uh, whether solid gasic, spit raw classic. 
basic Just be y'all B, but I'm straight B uh, They try to hate me, but you need to wait G In a line longer than an iPhone Tri-phone, yeah, ride your tricycle Yeah, cold bicycle uh, Hot like this, can't stop this uh, Y'all monotonous, but I'm a straight hot gist on the ill reasonable ignorance the significance is better than y'all even come through it's the cheva y'all straight yeah shut up but but a soft lever yeah y'all love it uh that's it baby you went too hard you went too hard hey <laughs> man this reasonable ignorance hey hey hey, hey they, they invited me in this they had to get that <laughs> we gotta get a part two part two we, we gotta, gotta get, get your sister up here to rap too man olivia pope olivia <laughs> How's she doing? Olivia, she's solving cases, baby. <laughs> <laughs> we out, man. Reasonable Ignorance, episode number 10. We out. Xavier Pope, we, we really appreciate you. Mama, like I said, we're going to see you real soon. Every day you spend a